If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. Did I turn the sound on correctly this time? Oh, please. I think I must have. Fingers crossed. Yep. Let us know, chat, if you can hear and see us okay. Let us know about the volume levels and all of that. And by the way, welcome to the R&R Free Show. Yes. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing, Ruel? I am hanging in there, my friend. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I was a little, a little frantic this morning, running around doing stuff. We've got plumbing issues in the house, and I'm oh, trying really? to schedule. Yeah, all, all that. Not, I mean, luckily, nothing major, but some stuff that has to be done. And it's just, you know, trying to schedule an appointment, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, well, I'm and here. And... coming right after, the day after, your epic two-year <laughs> anniversary. Congratulations yeah. to that. My Thank goodness. you. I appreciate that. And um, I know there's a lot of us, uh, a lot of, of friends in chat that were over on my stream yesterday. Thank you, friends. Yes. Two years, uh, 2000 followers on Twitch. And it's been incredible. And it's because of uh, Twitch that I was able to, you know, connect with you. And yeah. I think you might have seen me actually on Facebook Live first. And then I moved over to Twitch. No, perhaps, I don't think but... I was ever aware of you on Facebook Live. I, th oh, okay. I think I only became aware with you because around the same time, I was thinking, should I start doing some Twitch stuff? Well, let me look at what yeah. kind of Twitch stuff there is. Oh, I kind of like this Ruel Raviola guy. He seems okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's basically led to here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, it's it's because of that that it led to us connecting and, you know, uh, a thrill of a lifetime working with you on a weekly basis now. And uh, yeah, we had we, we had a lot of fun yesterday. We just played some light games um, from the op and um, also Fowers games. Some of my favorites, including paperback and uh, tapple. Uh, just very, very cool time yesterday. And we gave out I was counting. We gave out like almost 20 games. 20 which games was amazing. you gave away. Yeah. I, yeah. I went on Twitter and told everybody he is giving away games like nobody's business. And, and, and believe me, from every one of those, the chances to win were high because you were only like oh, yeah. on average, like what, 20 or 30 entries? Yeah, yeah. We So, you know, I looked at the numbers uh, yesterday. So we had around six, uh, I, I think it was like 600 live views. And then afterwards, like about 1,200 views altogether. Yeah. So, but then for each contest, you know, we had a couple of dozen people only, so that's the odds were fantastic. You made it so easy for folks. Literally, just yeah. type this word into chat right now. That's all yeah. you have to do. There's sixty. There's I didn't make them work people. like they have why to work for the R and R show. People typing in the name of that's a win a free game. It was mind boggling yeah. to me. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and they were good and, games too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some. I mean, I'm looking at the list now. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, stuff like Title Blades Two, which is going to come out next year, like the full on Kickstarter version. Uh, Gift of Tulips, a bunch of Tiny Epic series games, and I mean, come on, uh, Furnace with the playmat. Oh my gosh, I was really, I mean, I love these games and I was thrilled to give them away. I, I just, you know, like you, I love sharing the passion for the hobby and getting more people to play these games. So yeah. it, it was a real treat. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And now you've you. got to keep on streaming right after the next day, even though your house is underwater. I'm sorry. To hear that. <laughs> yeah. We, we shall make it. Yeah. But uh, hello to everyone in chat. Uh, thank you for joining us for the R&R pre-show. This is what you get. We're hanging out just uh, yes. real chill, chatting, prepping for the show. We've got yes. a new 
uh, uh, the show today. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I do. But before I do, um, thank you, Freak the Zeke, for subscribing. Just two minutes ago with Prime, using your Prime account, so it's totally free to you. Your stream avatar will appear down there shortly. Um, whisper me if you ever need to know the secret word, or if you want to know what the monthly exclusive video is, or if you want merch discount. Freak the Zeke, welcome to the party. And uh, Fidelia, uh, thanks for resubscribing. You've been doing it for eight months now. Amazing. And wow. thanks to all the followers. Jump in Eagle subscribed yesterday when I wasn't around. Uh, thank you very much. I'll, I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but thank you. Um, uh, Fidias73 also subscribed just 15 minutes ago. Probably walking around down there even as we speak. Okay, and I don't think I said uh, thank you. I want to say thanks to everybody who subscribes to Madjo80, who subscribed five days ago in between stuff, and Agimon. Alrighty. And Big Bobtail. Oh, yeah, we had uh, several subscribes over the course of the week. And um, Rafflexec. I don't remember having... No, I think that was last week. Okay, so I think we're all caught up. And, folks, the more of you subscribe, the closer we get to unlocking another RVR. We had a great one last week. Um, That was so much fun. (laughs) Playing on tour. I can't believe we ended up tied after all was all said and done. How funny was that? (laughs) We didn't. If you go watch the oh, thing on subtitles, Paulo, when he goof checked it for it to go over on YouTube, noted that I actually skipped one of my stops because I just went straight, but I had like a little um, side alley that I'd created and yeah. I forgot about. So I had two more points. Oh, oh, Sorry. oh well, that, that's, that's what Paulo's uh, there to do. Make sure we play correctly. Okay. Yep. So congratulations. Good job on the W. I will take the L this time. But yep, 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 yep. Well, I, I, mean, I think games. you've won most yeah. of them, so I'm not complaining too terribly much. But yes, you're right. <laughs> it's a fun game. We, um, we've been doing a monthly crowdfunding. You know, hey, everybody, here's what we're excited about for as long as we've been doing this. And the thing is, our format has always been to um, look through the literally upwards of eight or 900 games on Kickstarter and GameFound that have yet to launch, but that have an entry in the coming soon section. And then every month we would uh, pick our communal 10 from those. Here's the deal, folks. It was insane. It takes hours and hours to do that. And even when we find them, we're never sure because sometimes these are for games that are weeks or months away, or there's just a picture and we're trying to guess. And so it was a lot of work. And often we would miss hot stuff because sometimes games don't get their, um, you know, their, their pre-launch page until a couple days before. And you know, and uh, we weren't on, we were even 100% on board with what we liked or what we what we found. And so we are trying an experiment today. Instead of doing an R and R top ten, here's the top ten um, games we found that are launching in May or June or July or whatever. We're going the other way. We're going to be running down all the games that are live right now and that are ending in the month of May. And honestly, that means we're less likely to miss, you know, you know, big games that you know, uh, you know, didn't have much, uh, didn't have pre-launch page before. It was we had what a hundred games to look through instead of eight hundred, yeah. which was yeah. very nice. And we yep. were also able to do much better research than we've done in the past. So we know a lot more about these games. There's videos. There's gameplay. There's a whole you know Kickstarter page breaking down all the stuff. So um, we can make these observations, I think, with a higher level of confidence. And it is a fundamental shift, though. So I'm very, very interested to see what people think, because we're, we're just giving it a try. And the thing is, since it's not a top ten, we have to give it a name. And I came up with a name this morning. Ruel likes it, but I like it. I'm on pins and needles. You tell me, folks. What do you, what what's the name of the show, Ruel? 
the name of the show is The Crowd Source. Right? So let us know in the comments. Yeah, I think it works perfectly. But I, yeah, like you, I'm curious to see how everyone reacts to this. Let us know, folks. The Crowd Source. Does that work for y'all or... Uh, how's that sound? Uh, we would love yes. to know. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. Well, we uh, first time chatter. Doctor Prof One Two Three has uh, broken their silence to say it's a cool name. Force of glass, oh, like lukewarm. Nice. Ugh. So okay. Um, okay. All right. All right. Uh, oh, so we're on the fence right now. One thumbs yeah. up. One thumbs medium. Two thumbs up. Three thumbs up. Four two. thumbs okay, up. Okay, Force of glass is just an old. Uh, crusty fella at the moment <laughs> and, and he's he's backed off he says roll with it so we'll, we'll see uh, okay uh, yeah uh, oh i didn't even think of how to spell it though should it be um oh i think it would be c-r-o-w-d yeah right? yeah but then right wait a minute what wait it, there's no alternate spelling for crowd is yeah there? hold on what, a second what? c-r-o-u-d is there a yeah cr- like crowded yeah yeah crowd crowd um well there's a company named crowd I mean, it'd be C-R-O-W-D, I think, which is how I spell crowd. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't think... Um, oh, it's a... C-R-O-U-D is an obsolete form of C-R-O-W-D. Oh, so, okay. All right, so no, it'll be C-R-O-W-D. One word, crowdsource, or the crowdsource. And today we'll the be filming episode one. And we'll, it'll be mostly the same. We'll still have a game on the table. We'll talk about that. We'll still... We're giving away activity today, folks, which is so awesome. Um, and uh, But instead of it being a, a countdown from our least favorite, it'll be a more chronological. We'll be saying, hey, here's stuff that's literally ending today. You know, snooze or lose. Here's stuff that's end- ending in three days. Here's stuff that's ending on, on May 10th and May 16th. So we'll actually format it that way. And I think, if I recall correctly, we have 11 or 12. So it's still yeah. roughly the same, just a different presentation with hopefully a little bit more information and a little bit more confidence than we've had in the past. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm excited about this format is that we do have more information to work with because, you know, y'all have been watching us. I mean, there's times when we struggle because it's literally just yeah. a launch page and no, there's nothing on BGG and we're just sort of like, you know, piecing it together. We did a lot of detective work back in the day. So now we're going to take our take off our detective hats and uh, just roll with uh, what they have on their, uh, their current uh, campaign pages. Yep, we'll see how it goes. So far, oh, somebody said crowd sauce. Crowd sauce. <laughs> wow. I think that's funny. Uh, I do kind of wow. like crowd sauce. Crowd sauce. Wow. And Force of Glass likes it. <laughs> Force of oh, Force Glass got good taste, too. Um, I'm... Wow. I mean, crowd sauce? Huh. Crowd... You might be able to talk me into that. I'm, I'm still leaning towards crowd source. But you might be able well, to know, talk me into crowd I mean, that's why you show up, folks, to you know, yeah. change the, the course of history yeah. on this show. It never would have occurred to me because it's not really a name, but it is. Yeah. I've just updated the stream. If you refresh, folks, if you're watching live on Twitch right now, to Crowdsource, first episode one, <laughs> as opposed to the Crowdsource. I mean, the Crowdsource is very on the nose, but it's per- It's exactly. We're a source for your crowdfunding um, yeah. information. We are the Crowdsource. That's, and it is yeah, what these games are doing. They're crowdsourcing. And I think that's why it's so perfect, but... You know, we, we, you know, like we do here during the pre-show, we listen to our viewers. So yeah. if they're, if it's overwhelming crowd sauce, why not? I think before right? the end of the show, uh, uh, before we start, we will throw a, um, you folks can talk amongst yourselves. Um, mm-hmm. I think this one, we will not let people, th- this vote, we will not let people abuse with, um, uh, 
with points and all the rest of it as well. We'll, yeah. we'll have more about, like, uh, you know, free even distribution. Because this one's important. This is naming a show. Right, Boy, right. It never would occur to me, but I do like crowd sauce. Hey, everybody. Yeah. This week's crowd sauce. It's you know, yeah. it's, it's like we're making a soup. It's like a sauce. All, all the crowd right. games. You know? Right. It's like and anything sauce. that has to, yeah, anything to do, do with food, you know, I'm all in. The but, delicious you crowd know, sauce. Kabuki Kid is a voice of wisdom and voice of reason. They say crowd sauce is amusing, but may confuse people browsing video titles. How so, so? that's something to consider. Just because you know? you'll look at it and you'll say, well, what does this mean? Yeah. Whereas I think crowdsource, that's a little more direct. Like, okay, that if I was looking for crowdfunding games, I would tend to go with crowdsource. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The crowdsource well, I mean, is I think so it, it, funny. You know, to address that, I mean, the, the title would be something like, you know, uh, crowdsource number seven. Uh, our top games, are our, our top 11 games of May. You know, so we okay. put something like that in. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, that's I mean, true. I mean, actually, okay. well, that's the thing, too. The name, I, honestly, when I put these on YouTube, I actually say, top 10, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kickstarter games for May. And then, oh, parenthesis, it's the R&R show, 42. So, I mean, we okay. it probably yeah. sounds like that. You know, hey, um, yeah. you know, the 11 hottest games on, uh, the crowdfunding games on May, uh, number 22, parenthesis, crowdsource, episode three, you know, or, or okay. crowdsauce, episode three. Crowdsauce, yeah. Actually, okay. that would be... Oh, now they're going crazy. Crowd sauce with a K. <laughs> Just to ensure that no one can ever find it with a search. Yeah. Oh, I, I love this. I always get a kick out of this. Whenever people use this, Crowdy McCrowdface. I, I love that. Of course, yeah. You're never far away from Mc, Mc yes. blank face. Yeah. Oh, that always makes me laugh. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So we'll go with crowdsource today. and then, Or you, do you want to put up a poll at the end of oh, the Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think, yeah. You know, I'm just I mean. Okay. I mean, well, well, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, but I've just updated the name of this uh, crowdsauce, crowdsource episode one. Maybe you tell us. Nice. And, uh, okay. We'll, we'll, well, before we do, because there's other stuff we do, folks. We 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 don't just <laughs> make major changes to our format, announce it, and then just go. We do other things. We yeah. have an outstanding um, series of requests, for example. Yeah. What um, do we have uh, to take care of today? Right. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got. We have from 19 days ago, the last this, uh, like to buy an argument, which the longer it goes, the less I want to do it. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. give Retsum3349 his uh, channel points back, though. I have no, um, I have yeah. no way to do it. But Art, then we have uh, a this or that, and then we got top three, a rural ranks, trivial pursuit, and another this or that. So we got two this yeah. or that's. So let's do some this or that. Hey, yeah. folks. But, always um, my favorite. Do you know how this or that works, right? Let's spend a few minutes you throwing. A or B's at us. Of course, the first one will be crowd sauce or crowd source. Get that out of your system. <laughs> um, and we'll do a few minutes of uh, of this or that because I always enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. Oh wow, uh, Kabuki's already got the tagline for crowd sauce. Uh, oh, we have there some you go. Tasty games today. Yo, what tastes good? Wow. That love it. I'm really swinging towards crowd sauce. I have to admit, I am. Y'all are talking me into it. Look at what Bing said. Crowd sauce. Find the game that spices up your game night. Jeez, Lee's. They this write themselves. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. This um, or that. Do Do we need some? I can throw some at us. Uh, here's one from okay. uh, Duck of, uh, Duck of Death. Uh, right. They ask Netflix or Disney Plus. <sighs> Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, just wow. for the Marvel shows, quite frankly. And not the here's Star the thing. Shows. You know how much I love Star Wars. I am going to go with Netflix. What I is would on give Netflix up... that supplants the Star it's Wars shows for you? A wider breadth of uh, uh, shows and TV. 
you know, yeah. I mean, uh, movies, just wider range and. Except Disney oh. took all of theirs and went home. They took their ball and went home. That's the thing. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, I'd rather have, oh, man. And it, now that I think about and it. And also, what? Disney Plus yeah. is like, what, half the price? A third of the price? Yeah. That's, Especially that's with the price thing hikes too. that Netflix, Netflix just went through? Netflix is expensive these days. I'm actually thinking about dropping it. I, I haven't dropped it <laughs> and yet. And yet you'll Are take you... it over. So I guess you don't subscribe to the Disney Plus. Yeah. I, I No, I do subscribe to Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you're, you're talking don't to me get me wrong. Okay. I would rather support the plucky upstart when it boils right down to it, but yeah. I'm not going to walk away from Miss Marvel and yeah. She-Hulk and uh, everything else that's you know coming down the pike. You're talking me into it. Yeah, talking me because it, it's funny. I'd rather have the the breadth and the the uh, the wide range of stuff on Netflix, but then I find myself I I'll just rewatch Star Wars or rewatch yeah, exactly. Marvel. Movies. What? Yeah, you'll have you all know? that breadth. Yeah. How much of it will you actually watch? Do you want that, Love true. and Robots three? that much <laughs> although michelle would kill me because uh, that means she would lose her bridgerton and that's she's totally under bridgerton right now so ah, there you go uh, that's, i'm going to talk. netflix just because of michelle okay All right. here we go <laughs> um anything else uh wow anyone you want to throw some other i don't see too many oh did here. we skip past them well i can throw some out um yeah let's see here oh wow literally okay uh oh, netflix here. or youtube oh since you went with Netflix, now are you gonna? Drop I'm going Netflix? with YouTube. Yeah, I'm going with YouTube for one reason only: board gaming videos. That, that's that's it. I, without YouTube, I would have no Rado. I have no Brothers Murph. I would have no Thicker Themer. Blah blah blah. All right, all right. Okay. What about you? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you'd ask Disney Plus or YouTube, I'd have a tougher time. <laughs> uh, Knight to E4 says dice drafting or card drafting. Dice drafting. I am definitely, yeah, I, I prefer dice drafting. You throw it in dice, yeah, dice drafting and throw a little dice worker placement. Uh, you, you got me all day long. Um, I think see. we've had, these questions are too good because we're having a hard time. People are just like talking about them amongst themselves instead of giving us more. Yeah. Uh, burger, burger or pizza, Mom Gamer asks. Pizza. Yeah, uh, uh, pizza. I would, I you know, you would ask me this last year, I would have said burger, but I am really trying to cut down my red meat consumption, so pizza it is. Mm, all right. Okay. Um. Okay. Bing asks, better idea for the next Marvel champions, DC champions or X Men champions? Um. Well, oh, you mean having a crossover? Okay. Would I rather see the X Men in Marvel champions, or would I rather see a crossover with DC? Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't play Marvel Champions, but I think you'd still find that interesting question, too. And oh, yeah, honestly, absolutely. I th- I'd be inclined to go DC, quite frankly. Same. same. Um, I mean, how which, cool would we see a Batman character in, Marvel, in Champions, right? Yeah. I mean, there's analogs for everything. You could have a Nightwing character, uh, but no yeah. one wants Nightwing yeah. in Marvel Champions. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I would have to go with that. Plus, I mean... I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, DC and X Men; those are both like way, way down. I mean, but I kind of guess I put them both in the same bucket for me. And I think, yeah. I mean, there's just DC is so weird. There's so much weird, quirky stuff, and I, I, I would enjoy seeing some of that offbeat stuff showing up. I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, now we got them uh, coming in. So here we go. Um, right. We've got Kabuki Kid, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple. That's for you. I'll take Led, uh, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, but I'm yeah. not, I don't really go deep in either of their catalogs. Yeah. 
Uh, I think we know the answer to this. Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, I'm Star Wars. I'm Star Trek. Uh, He's a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Let's do. That's uh, that's why it works so well. Osmond's on the on the road, (laughs) which nobody gets besides Kabuki Kid. Did you did you watch that Osmond show back when back in the day? I remember watching with my parents. It was like the number one show in the seventies. I still remember. I'm a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock little and bit roll. Rock and roll. That's how they came out they every week. Donnie was yeah, rock and it, roll, and Marie was country. Yeah. He had the purple socks or whatever, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, here's... Oh, donut question. Powder donut or chocolate donut? Uh, chocolate for me, for sure. Meaning putting chocolate over, as opposed to putting powder. Yeah. yeah. Powder's just kind of annoying. Um, Mom Gamer asks, a BGG convention or Dice Tower convention? Uh, I gotta let you know, I've never been to a BGG convention, so right. I'm defaulting to Dice Tower. I have been to both, and I would take BGG, um, but I wouldn't blame anybody for taking Dice Tower, especially West, uh, cause hey, there's a lot of extracurricular activities in Vegas. Yep, that is true. Okay, oh, a cruise or a plane? To get someplace? That's, Jeez. yeah. I, I almost thought she was referring to Tom Cruise, and I was like, who's playing? But no, it's cruise or plane. I, I'm going plane. I, I've gone to exactly one cruise in my life, and it, it was fine, but it, I'd rather just fly somewhere and enjoy the sights in a different state or country. I, I'm inclined to agree, but geez, Louise, I hate flying so much as a six foot three guy stuck in economy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And layovers yeah. and delays and. Oh, we canceled your flight. Wait two days. and Yeah, your last experience was yeah, awful, Yeah, I mean, right? I'm so, so sour ooh. on flight. But, I mean, yeah. About, I mean, a cruise is the destination. I mean, and I, I've done a cruise in the past, and it was certainly nice. But, of course, it's also problematic, and it's so wasteful and kind of gross. Yeah. So I guess I'd go flight, too. Okay, cool. Uh, moving on here. Oh, uh, hot chocolate or chocolate ice cream? Oh, chocolate ice cream. Yeah. 100% chocolate ice yep. cream. Okay. A good hot uh, chocolate can be very nice, but... Yeah. Uh, lightsabers or blasters? Uh, lightsabers, come on. They're so cool. Enough with your hokey religions. Blasters. <laughs> oh, oh, here's an important one. Cake or pie from Omar Hernandez. Cake or I'm pie. A pie fre- I'm a pie freak. I love pies. I'm going to say pie. Oh, yeah, pie. Uh, seven Ways to Sunday. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, drive or take a bus. I'm all about that. Ooh. I have never done a cross-country bus ride, but it sure seems terrible. Yeah. You know, one thing uh, I have done, I I took a tour one time, uh, taking a bus all the way up to, um, Mount Rushmore, back down in California, and we made stops along the way. It was nice not having to drive. I'll tell you that. Uh, it was nice and just enjoying the scenery, but it takes too long. I'd I'd rather just drive. Exactly. Um... Yeah, uh, I, I, I forgot. I have done two bus tours, not in America. I've done one through Germany along the Danube, and then I've done one through um, Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, through mm-hmm. three different, and yeah, th- th- those were miserable experiences. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Got a few more here. Uh, Captain or Tennille. <laughs> I have to admit, I am a child of the '70s, born in '69, but I don't have a strong opinion on that at all. Me neither. Not not a fan. I should. Um, alien. Oh, alien or aliens? Oh, aliens. Of course. I, I don't know. I, as much as I love aliens, there's got to be something said for the original. I'm mean, that. That I'm was not, like that I'm was not discouraging downplaying the original at all. It's a brilliant yeah. movie. It's incredibly important. But 
Aliens changed the world. Alien did not. And, I mean, you can only, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, oh, yay, I get to watch it again, and it's still going to be creepy. Yeah. And I, I'm a little creeped out as opposed to my blood is pumping. Marines, we are leaving! Just sit, shouting that. We're in the Game pot. over, bye, man. Bye, Game bye. over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, no, I mean, if, if I'm going to sit down and watch one, it's going to be Aliens. Yeah, same here. Same yeah, here. I could always I watch mean, Aliens. I, I have to be in a real specific mood to watch Alien. Agreed. Uh, oh, here's a, speaking of the 80s, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Ooh. Uh, okay, I mean, I'm, gonna I'm not limited to 80s. Specifically, their heydays. Yeah. It's going to be Schwarzenegger, though. Honestly, I never really got into Stallone stuff very much. I've, I've only yeah. seen... I've only seen the first Rambo and... Oh, no, and I saw the super hyper-violent fourth one when he came back that was just called Rambo. Oh. I missed okay. all of this stuff in Afghanistan and all the rest of yeah. it. I've only seen the first Rocky and... Did I see the second? I don't remember. And and again, the, the more recent Michael Jordan one, although I didn't see the sequel to that. So, oh. I mean... I, you know, obviously, Stallone is a better actor. He's a better yeah. writer. Um, and that he is a, an Academy Award winning writer, but uh, mm-hmm. I believe he got won the Academy Award for Rocky, didn't he? I, I think he did. Uh, I did he? I, I he was nominated at the very least. I don't remember if he won, but yeah, I don't know if he he might have won for like screenplay, but I don't know about acting. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. I, but I in know. terms of his range, I mean, honestly, I, 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 I would watch Commando over Cobra, you know, Commando over Cobra. Oh man, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Those are two of my favorite cheesy movie action well, yeah. movies ever. That's the, those I are the two love sides those of the coin. two. That decides. Yeah. It. Oh, but I mean, it's got to be Arnold. Come on, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. going with Arnold. Okay. I mean, cool, the only cool, thing cool. that bums me out is Cliffhanger is is one of my favorite action movies of all time. Cliffhanger is good. Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger is so good. amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's continue the Tom Cruise thing here. Top Gun or Days of Thunder? Um, Days of Thunder is basically Top Gun on uh, the NASCAR circuit, I believe. So yes, that I'm is going correct. The uh, where Top he Gun. met his future wife and future, uh, uh, you know, ex-wife Nicole Kidman. Yep, that's uh, right. Days of Thunder, and uh, yeah, and they're both directed by Tony Scott, aren't they? I think they are. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they both are Tony Scott movies. Um, I guess I'd probably just go with Days of Thunder because I I think I've only ever seen it once and I barely remember it. And Top Gun is okay. is pretty well emblazoned in my brain. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Gen Con or Essen? I have not been to Essen yet. It is on my uh, bucket list. I would love to go there, but uh, you've been to both. What is your Oh, uh, I would say uh, in terms of getting games, Essen. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to play yep. games, Gen Con. All right. Uh, ninjas or pirates? Ninjas for ninjas. me. I'm almost positive yeah. we've been asked that before, and we both went ninjas. I probably have. Oh, toilet paper, over or under? Oh, really oh. people do it oh, under it's over I know, yeah, right? I understand whenever that happens it's like oh crap now i gotta fix this jeez exactly i, I feel yeah. obligated to fix it at public toilets and it's like oh i can't <laughs> get in there because i don't have a key well i guess people will just have to suffer like i did yep <laughs> uh tech asked a very important question ucl or usc um I'm, I'm going with bruins come on now i i will defer to you <laughs> uh here's a tough one spaghetti or macaroni i assume they just mean straight elbow um, yeah, that's what I'm assuming too. Honestly, I'd probably go with macaroni. In all honesty, really, it's less work. Really, I'm swirling I am and the spaghetti. slurping and the or cutting it up, and it's just it's just a hassle. It's all the same. Yeah. where it's going. Um, no, I, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, Kabuki Kid says real quick, cocktails basically Top Gun with bartenders. Yes, one of my all time favorites right there. Co- <laughs> cocktail is fantastic. I will, I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Sleeved or unsleeved? Unsleeved. Bill says. 
I'm on sleeve. I'm an unsleeve guy all the way. Wow. Okay. And let's let's do one last right. one. Spielberg or James Cameron? Jeez. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a hard one. That That's is, a tough one to finish. That is a tough one. Uh I mean I has just, James Cameron done anything along the lines of like a Schindler's List? That's what I'm wondering. No, 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 no. Because um, that movie, I mean, that's no, he, an important he's just movie. Mr. Action Blockbuster. He's just yeah. incredible. I mean, I mean, the closest you're going to get to that is Titanic. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Which is emotionally moving and has a lot to say about the human condition it, as well and all that, but no, true. it's not Schindler's List. Um, it's not Schindler's List, yeah. Although, but, again, I mean, ooh. he has changed the industry and the industry owes so much to him over, he is yeah. king of the world. King of the world! King but, of the world! Yeah. Oh, no, man. but, I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's no way, you can't, you, you can't take away Jaws, and you can't take away Close Encounters, yeah. and you can't yep. take away Schindler's List. And E.T. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I, 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 I'm sure even James would agree. I, You know what? You're probably right. Yeah, yep. so we'll go to that. So in this in this sense, in the R&R show, Spielberg is the king of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks, folks. That is this or that. I think we can cross those off the list. I think so. That was a good one. Um, all righty. Let's see. Where are we at? We're at 1230. Let's see. We've got time for another something or other if i can bring that list back up there we go um okay you want to do a top three or you want to do a rel ranks uh let's do a top three all righty uh Kabalix. folks you need to suggest some things that you would like us to come up with the definitive top three of of all time and uh i will make a poll ruel will read your suggestions to me and then we will do that top three and it will yeah. uh last forever all righty so yep Top, top three. So, three. as we're getting ready here, I'm just going to go look at the comments. Uh, Goblin says, "I saw Cocktail because of you, Ruel, and it was okay. Not bad, but didn't grab me." Um, you need to watch it again, Goblin. That's I all I'm think say. you need uh, to watch it when you're in your 20s, Goblin. <laughs> yeah, you need that, to that too. Yeah, and when you're deeply I may have in love had a couple of cocktails while I was watching and it. all the rest of it. <laughs> um okay let's see um and i, I will never forgive um cocktail for introducing kokomo to my brain <laughs> there is at no time that i ever need that stuck in my head and, and just I, even I will... saying it two days from now it's gonna pop in just you know delayed reaction <laughs> kind of a thing oh my gosh okay uh let's see san fen sensei was it no uh who let's see action directors spielberg movies um we could do tech. Uh, tech says a top three Spielberg movies. Since we're all right, yeah, we just, we just crowned him. Uh, like like we we're in a position to do it. Yeah. Um, Knight to E4 uh, suggests top three board game publishers, which I don't think we've done yet. No, we have not. We have never. I have never done that. Um, in a top okay. ten, I've never actually uh, talked. I've said what my favorites are off and on, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, Forest of Glasses visioning Arado dancing to Kokomo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there faster and we'll take it slow because that's where we want to go yep there oh it is gosh. Shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, even mention it Aruba uh, let's see Raven Rose uh, suggests top three card games huh I don't have we done that I've done it um, I did it with Jason Perez last year but oh okay okay cool um, how many uh, we've got uh, oh this is interesting top three websites that aren't BGG but are still board or just okay okay uh board game websites all right sure that's an interesting broad topic that's interesting okay um let's see do 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 one mole 
Louise West says, top three superhero alter, alter egos that aren't Peter Parker. Ooh. Because Peter Parker is my number one, and I'm sure he's right. your number one as well. That's, it. that's interesting. So, I like it. Okay, the poll has okay. begun, folks. You have two minutes. And for you sneaky Pete's out there, oops, sorry, I've covered you up. Well, let me uh, fix that. Uh, who are who enjoy flaunting your uh, channel points. I realized the other day that they got one vote per channel point. That was the default. That if or something like that, oh. if they spent ten points, they'd get ten votes. They were voting for ten, and that was ridiculous because people were throwing a thousand points around. So yeah, I've changed that. It is now you uh, get okay. one vote for two hundred and fifty points. You, uh, uh, okay. you people who are sitting on thousands and thousands of points, you can still move the needle, but you can't utterly bury the needle. <laughs> wow. Okay. Spielberg movies are out to the early lead, followed by board game publishers. Okay. Uh, okay, card games. Okay, looks like uh, non-board game websites and top three. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, alter that was really interesting. Not I'm genuinely, yeah. I was hugely curious. What is it you yeah. web browse? What do you go out yeah. and check out when you're not um, reading about web games? I mean, yeah, I've got like I'm, twenty that I've got linked there, and only a few of them are board game related. So I totally would have gone down that road. But huh. we are ostensibly a board game themed show. So uh, that is yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got to be honest, you know, one that I, I, I don't have a bookmark or anything, but I feel like I go to it a bunch is like Wikipedia, just because it's so easy to, you know, find info on there. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I donate. Um, I think I donate $50 every year to Wikipedia. When they do oh, okay. Workshops. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they do their fundraising thing. Yeah. At I mean, the end it's of the so year useful. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. It makes my life better. And as least I can do is, oh, we yep. need your help. Okay. I will help. You've helped me yep. a lot. Oh, Wow. Uh, Alter Egos is right back in the lead now. Whoa! Okay, I didn't, now that was wow. what I thought was going to be at the bottom. Yeah. Wow, okay, it is neck and are... neck between board game publishers and superhero Alter Egos. Okay. Wow. Um, okay, cool. Okay. We've got a couple of seconds left. So let's see what happens. Do, 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 do. That is incredible. Yeah. Oh, but, okay, so somebody was yep. sitting on 10,000 points. <laughs> um... To, to to push that over the top. Yeah. I think 250 per vote. That sounds about right. I have no idea how many points people um, yeah. have have queued up. But... Um, That's... Yeah. That's right. probably right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, wow. uh, board game publishers. For my for the longest time for me, it was What's Your Game? But they have pretty much, you know, just gone incommunicado. They've kind of disappeared. So, I can't... In- until they make a comeback. They are still working on it. Um, you know, I mean, the, all their backers... You know, they, they'd never really done Kickstarters. They started doing a little, uh, just a little bit of Kickstarter stuff. And then, boom. The hammer came down. Destroyed worldwide shipping. And they are suffering hugely as a result. And people are being very unforgiving of the situation they're in. But they are still working on it. So, I hope they make a comeback. Because they're... they're st- some of the best people and some of the best games. But in their yeah. absence, I think, for me, I have to go with um, Capstone as my number Capstone. one publisher right now. If, if, nice. if, if, the, if the Capstone logo is on there, and that's a relatively yeah. recent thing. They have really yeah. rocketed, in my estimation. And they kind of taken what was, in my head, the, oh, the publisher that I'm guaranteed is going to put out absolutely amazing, dry, dusty Euros that Jen and I are going to love to pieces. That's kind of Capstone's game now. I mean, not that other people aren't doing yeah. it, but you know, Capstone's king of the hill, I think. Yeah. I, I, I and no soft I don't bit. mean juicy fruits. 
I mean, Ark Nova. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, and, and the Lark. Ark Nova, and, yeah. Um, they have the, the, the like, the uh, the series of train games, right? Uh, um, uh, that they have uh, Irish Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, and, they do, yeah. which I even touch that stuff. Yeah. But just in general, yeah. pipeline. the yeah. Capstone yeah. logo, for me, is a pretty high quality indicator at this point yeah and that's what yeah. i look that's the most useful thing to me i know how confident am i that i'm not gonna be oh well, that wasn't what i was hoping for kind of a thing and yeah. uh, you know for me yeah. capstone and probably off the top of my head my number two is aeg these days a- you know that's i was just gonna say mine is gonna be aeg because um, really? okay. they, they did this yeah they did this thing uh they consciously made a decision i remember years yes. ago not i want to say like five ago. years ago they, they said, you know, we're not going to publish a ton of games anymore. We're just going to narrow it down to no more than, I don't know how what the number is. It's not, less than 10. Now. I mean, they were, they were putting 10. out with games and expansions. They were just shoveling yeah. stuff out every month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they said, and I, it's literally a press release they did to say, okay, yep. we are going to switch from quantity to quality. Um, yep. We're going to slow down. We're going to do more development. And it paid off. I mean. It totally paid off. Yeah. Right? I mean, some of my favorite games, I mean. You know, and especially they're partnering with Flat Out Games. They've got Cascadia over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they partnered um, with the other. I forget the the company that does Point Salad. Those you know lighter games were wonderful. And you and I, you know, we're just talking about uh, the Gilder Merchant Explorers. How excellent that game is. Yes. I mean, and the thing is, yeah. I knew it was going to be excellent as soon as I saw their logo, and then I yep. played it, and I was not disappointed. Quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah, and you know they did themselves a real favor when they uh, was uh, partnered with John D. Clare. He puts oh, out. Sure, sure. Uh, he's a excellent designer and also i want to shout out josh wood one of the developers there as well he's had his hand in santa monica he's de- helped develop guild of merchant explorers and yep. other yeah titles, he was the developer so. on tiny towns and he tiny was towns. the designer yeah. on um cat lady which is absolutely lovely oh, little too right. light for yeah. me and jen plus we're not that into cats but brilliantly yeah. done and you know and, and that became the basis for dog lover which was in my top 10 and i wouldn't be surprised if he was the developer on that although david shore yep. i think switched over to to the uh to design on that okay i'm yeah. I, I i think that's kind of for me anyway uh capstone and ag but what's a number three who um you know it just uh, just because um they they've got something coming out tomorrow um <laughs> you know i always uh, <laughs> appreciate stonemeyer I, I you know they they're solid and yeah that's the another that um some would argue i mean god stonemeyer is such a i don't know why uh, you know a lightning rod company yeah People love them or vehemently or hate, them. hate them yeah vehemently I'm, hate them yeah i mean I, I i understand if you don't like a company's game but yeah there's like some really nasty stuff against stonemire for whatever reasons you know but i look at it like this i mean i, I i've enjoyed all their games um some more than others viticulture I, I absolutely love and they're coming out with viticulture world tomorrow and the fact that Jamie Stegmeyer was able to, you know, when remember Amy and Maggie, who are uh, Thinker Themer, now yeah. working with uh, uh, the Rotter Runs Through Channel, they really came down hard on it, and it, you know, yep. and for Jamie to like change, you know, to pivot and say, you know what, you're right, you know, I messed up, and uh, I've got to give him credit for that. You know, he's uh, he changed his game because of uh, feedback. You know, so well, that's an obvious, that's that's a good choice. I guess yeah. my problem with it is we've just put two kind of Johnny Come Latelys. There are a lot of classics. I mean, like, yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like I have to give man huge props to Lookout. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah you're you're right. And Lookout's still Lookout. working, and they're still putting they're out still... every year. They're they're yeah. putting out games that are pretty much regularly make my top twenty of the year. Yeah, I, I'm looking at their uh, site now. Yeah, they're oh my gosh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and to a lesser Baron extent, Park. Hans and Gluck, but I think I'd put Lookout over Hans and Gluck. But yeah, I, I do okay. kind of want to at least, um, you know, if, if we're doing two newer Johnny Come Latelys, 
I mean, yeah. Lookout, I, I kind of really lean hard towards that. I see someone in the audience mentioning Robinsberger. Uh, Robinsberger does a lot of great stuff, but a lot of times they don't. There's a yeah. There are a lot of Robinsberger games I look in and say, yeah, I don't think I'm going to cover that. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, 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 one thing I do like about Robinsberger, I think recently, maybe the last couple of years, whenever they get these big IPs, they've definitely upped the ante as far as like uh, games based on IPs, that is true. right? Like, it's not just, like, when they came out with their, um, what was it, the Back to the Future game, the Dice one, I thought it was a, a fun little game, like a fun little cooperative game is very thematic, and, you know, normally I see IP, or, you know, a lot of us look at IP as like, okay, it's, it's going to be garbage, you know, but they've done really, I thought, I think they've done really well, like the, the Jaws game I thought was fun, it was a yep, hidden movement yep. game. I mean, that's was, that's was their collaboration with, um, what, what's, it's that group in Seattle, right, that I can't think of the name of. Yeah. Um, that since ended up getting Prospero bought Hall. by somebody else. Yeah, Prospero Hall, but then they got Prospero bought by Hall. the... The Funkos. So, so Funkos, yep. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of confusion yeah. there. Oh, man, yep. the longer I look at chat, though, Check Games Edition, CGE. Yeah. Talk about OG and Eagle awesomeness and never, ever, ever fails. Yeah. Hans so many Luke. good ones. Um, oh, Mind man, Clash. Man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, there's a this or that. Uh, you know, uh, Lookout or, or, or CGE. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. That's I can't. I, I feel like it should be CG or Lookout, and honestly, I'm having a hard time picking. What do you? What? Which way do you lean? Oh man, I, I mean, I'm just what's freshest in my mind. Of course, is uh, Lost Ruins of Arnak. So sure, I'm gonna lean towards CGE. But oh, that's. A I tough mean, here's one. the deal. Lookout produces twice as much volume, and yeah. yet they are still yeah. high quality. Here's CG only does half as much. They've never. I mean, even Bunny Bunny Moose Moose is amazing for what it is. Uh, and Lookout <laughs> yeah. does have some missteps every once in a while. Lookout has okay. a n- almost flawless record, but they put out Hengist, the worst, um, you know, Uve Rosenberg <laughs> game of all time. The best, le- you know, and CG wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. tough. That is a tough one. Oh man. Pick one. I- I'm leaning toward. I- I'm going to go with CG. CG. I mean, oh, right. it's. But I mean, you can totally talk me into Lookout because they have been so long and consist- consistently so good for so long, right? So. I'm going to give it to Lookout because okay, CGE uh, made all the money with code names. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, and, and again, I mean, I, I do give props to, I mean, you know, Lookout's catalog is three times as deep in terms of, uh, they, maybe their yeah. Zeniths aren't quite as Zenith-y and they aren't quite mm-hmm. as consistent, but, um, you know, other publishers with the same output as Lookout would have a lot more stinkers in there portfolio and lookout has very few so i'm gonna say lookout lookout yeah, aeg I, and capstone in in any order i think that's a great list all right top all right. three folks definitive uh list of uh, board game companies thanks for uh, the suggestion indeed yes very good very good let me mark that okay. as done okay cool. and we are now at 12 45 and we have mm. no idea how this new show is gonna go at all um yeah. so i think we probably shouldn't be messing around anymore uh we might have to pause halfway through and i might yeah. have to edit stuff out who knows how it's gonna go because we've never done it we're flying blind but before we do why don't we give 50 dollars away to one lucky winner Ooh, yeah awesome okay let me come back to the browser where you can see i was looking through uh for folks who don't know if you actually keep your entire catalog organized on board or your collection uh there's a page that will go through hey here's every single publisher um i own this many games from heidelberger and i own this oh. many from holy grail etc etc it's very nice but that's is not that, what we're here to do oh wow is that a filter that you're no it's what, not what, what you that? do is for a lot of people don't know this well i will show you 
You go okay. to you profile uh-huh. stats. And then games owned by publisher, games owned by designer, games Ooh. owned by year. Largest disparity between you and Board Game Geek. Um, yeah, you know, o- overrated and underrated. Again, how you rate them against the Board Game Geek gestalt. Um, oh, yeah, and then if, cool. if you actually track how many plays, then it's uh, will do you well. You know how much did it cost versus how much you play it. You know stuff like that too. So stats is very oh. cool. And most people don't know about it. I yeah, I've seen it there, but I've never used it. Okay, that's great. All right, I'm gonna play around with this. Yeah, well, enjoy later because we got to give away a fifty dollars oh, yeah. gift certificate to <laughs> last week's sponsor, Fun Again Games. Right. So, is that right, or was it last week? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Wasn't it uh, the Azul? You're uh, right. Next okay. week is Fun Again Games. I'm okay. in a time loop. So <laughs> now I feel like I need to double check that. I mean, yeah, it is yeah, what it is. You know, whatever you are, you're going to win the thing. But I'm going to yeah. look now. Let's well, I think sure. you're right. I think last week was... Or no, was that the week before? Oh, that's driving me nuts. Now you got me doubting myself. Oh, my yep. gosh. I'm going to R&R, rnr.rado.com. Here was last week's. And um, do, do, do. let's see. No, last week's was uh, sponsored by Funigan Games. On May 25th. Really? Yeah, we just did a lot. Okay. We just did a fun games. So, yes, it is a $50 gift. I was right all okay. along. You're wow. the one who's completely lost track of time. And yeah, here's a whole I bunch am. of this or that's I was about to throw out. <laughs> um, oh, boy. All right. So, okay. anyway, $50 gift tip from Funigan Games uh, to one lucky winner. And that winner is... Good Oops, luck. I forgot to turn the sound on for it. Ah! There we go. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And the winner is... Dave C. What's the C stand for? I will find out later. Dave, congratulations. <laughs> um, I will be contacting you after the really big show. I believe okay. the C stands for crowd sauce. Okay, that reminds me. It is time to vote. And I'm turning Let's off the out. special things. Um, name of the show. Uh, name of, not snow. Name of the show. Crowd source or crowd sauce <laughs> and i'm turning off bonus <laughs> votes which i normally never do but this is uh-huh. this is an important one you folks are naming a show now unless the show completely crashes and burns which it might um we will yeah. see so um there we go two minutes folks to decide our future good luck or good luck to whatever decides is decided upon crowdsource or crowd sauce all right sauce is off to an early lead eight to two Okay. Source is coming back, and the thing is, there will be no big surprise swings at the end. Um, with somebody, you know, dropping their gigantic um, five thousand uh, channel points on the table. Yeah. Crowd sauces. One vote is, per viewer. Uh, yeah, uh, three to one is kicking okay. it. Okay. Okay. I'm totally fine with either. I I am too. I I wasn't. I was really sold on crowdsource, but you know, the more we hung out here with chat and viewers and. I, I've been I've been uh, talked into crowd sauce here, so we'll see if it wins. Oh, people are coming in too late with crowd sorcery. 
Proud sorcery. That's spelled not a bad one. the British way, apparently. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Wow, there's a bunch for crowd sorcery in chat. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But again, talk about something that's harder to. I think if you said, yeah. "Hey, uh, check out our crowd sauce show," they'd say, "What crowd? You know, crowd sauce." Um, yeah. it, it, you'd be able to find it. What? What? What, what did someone say? Yeah, I want R and R and aprons and chef hats for every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! It's close though. It could go either way. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, what of happens. the hundred people voting, only um thirty have have actually voted. Wow. Kind of a parallel on, for, the real, real, for the real world here. Yeah. Only one out of three people are actually voting. So they're deciding. Yeah. But well, they're if, probably the people who aren't voting are probably lurking while working. So we appreciate the Oh, uh, fair enough. Folks. Fair enough. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. We're uh, coming Kabuki down to the Kids going to abstain. They want crowd sorcery. Okay. There's some people who are abstaining as well. That's fair. <laughs> well, this is just a this is a pilot. I think a show's yeah. name can change after the pilot too. I mean, I can True. put. I'm pretty sure I can put polls on on YouTube as well. Yeah, of course I right. can. I've done that in the past. Now that I think yep. about it, so yeah. this is just okay. for today. For the yeah. for for the uh, pilot episode and crowd sauce wins it twenty four to thirteen. All right, All right. crowd sauce it um, is three to one. Uh, revote shot because everyone wants crowd sorcery now. I don't know how do you feel about <laughs> crowd sorcery. That's that's not bad. That's oh man. What see because you leave the source and then you put an uri at the end. No yeah. one will spell it correctly. Yeah. Um, because they'll just think, oh, can... S-O-R-C-E-R-Y is how you spell sorcery. What? Oh yeah. no, it's like a crowd source uri. Yeah. And you know, oh. and it's it's interesting. I mean, crowd you know, crowdsource is just being a very on the nose. Look, we we are your source for crowdfunding information. We're, we're the crowdsource. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, crowd sauce is is being silly. Uh, yeah. You know, and I mean, these days, silly name. Google owns the earth. Yeah. Google, Google, Google. Uh, you know, and Uber, uh, which <laughs> probably most people don't know is German for um, you know the best kind of a thing. Most people just think, oh, it's a funny sounding word like Google. And, uh, yeah, so crowdsource makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, but crowdsorcery, you know, there are plenty of fantasy games that we play and enjoy, and we lean into that whole, you know, fantasy sorcery. We could wear our wizard hats, and I don't know. Wow. <sighs> I, I like crowdsource. spelled correctly. I did not know that. How yeah, crowdsorcery. Wow. Is it a Googleplex? I don't know. But, Googleplex, um, right? Okay. Oh, it's Google. I That's... Oh, that's okay. a that's a weird observation that I do not understand, but I believe you. Yeah. Um, uh, do we do another vote? Do we put crowd point, sauce versus crowd sorcery? sorcery just because? Yeah. Yeah. Where were you like an hour or 40 minutes ago when we were? Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, man. Crowd sauce, crowd source, crowd sorcery. Oh, I mean, I'll man. be honest. I mean, crowd sorcery doesn't do it for me as much. Um, it's four syllables. It yeah. It's it's more likely to be unspellable. I mean, crowdsource yeah. is the best one uh, because I think so. Everybody, yeah. it's it's it, it's it's a word. People will be yeah. able to find it, and we say, hey, everybody, yeah. welcome to the crowdsource. Uh, your source yep. for the for the for the best in um, game found and uh, Kickstarter board games coming to you soon. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. it. that's the professional one. Yes. And the thing and is, if, that's the question. Am I professional? Um, <laughs> I, man, 
I, I do like crowdsource. Again, my my initial uh, reaction was I love crowdsource because it is simple, direct. You can you know how to spell yeah, it. Understand it. It tells you exactly what we're doing. Yep. Crowdsource has got a nice little fun bit to it. I, yeah, I, I, I do like. The, I, oh, I what are we tasting that. this week? And I can smell yeah. what you're cooking and all of that yep. stuff. Oh, this is a spicy sauce and. You know, yeah. we could, we could, we, yeah. every single entry could be another sauce, and we could ultimately have exactly. you know um, a Scoville ratings on the games, and I mean we could See, do all kinds of stuff. Totally with run with it, yeah, yeah. And maybe we can get sponsored by I don't know uh, some uh, food company or <laughs> restaurant. Maybe we could get Ragu on board in a big way. <laughs> no, and totally as an uh, aside, Ragu's um, keto options are amazing. You know, really, their their sugar free sauces are fantastic. Oh, uh, you know, we've kind of tried them on sauce and in years. we have okay. a few bottles of ragu sugar-free sauce. Uh, I highly recommend them. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, I will give that a shot. Uh, Michelle and I, we're going to have spaghetti tonight, actually. So maybe I'll go run out and try that sauce. All right. Well. Um. Okay. Well, how about why don't we go with crowd sauce? Crowd sauce one. It's not written yeah. in stone. I will actually yes. say in the show. By the way, folks, we're a show in, in search of a name. Uh, the initial vote went for crowd sauce, but hey, mention in the comments if you've got different ideas. If the show comes mm-hmm. back, uh, and maybe next yep. time it'll be a different name. Yeah. All that's, right. That's fair. Yep. Okay. Let's do this. Or we, yeah, All we right. uh, we resurrect uh, TMG and have every week's F- we have Scoville on the table every week. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let's go with that. Um, crowd sauce. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Crowd Sauce. And what is this? Man, this, when I say it out loud, though. You don't like it? When I say, hey, everybody, welcome to Crowd Source. That just yeah. is so simple and easy. I, You know, it's, I, I, I'm, you know, that's, you know where my vote is. My vote is for Crowd Source, but. I you know, also we, voted we for Crowd talk- Source, too, but we were outvoted. Yeah. I mean, I did we were say, outvoted. you folks stir the ship. But the yeah. but it's an inval okay, it, the show has no name this week. I'm going to we'll put it up. We'll say this is uh, you know hey this is episode. We'll just say it's the R and R show. Um, mm-hmm. But I will mention, please folks, uh, suggestions. We're, right now we're we're leaning between the the crowdsource, crowd sauce, crowd sorcery, and if you have any other suggestions, we're going to do a vote next week, and it'll be a more thorough perfect. vote. Yep, perfect. As opposed perfect, to just, I mean perfect. nobody was prepared for this. All right, so. Yeah. We're just doing episode 42, or 42 or 43 of the R&R show. Uh, this is episode 40, I think it's two, right? Uh, no, 43, 43. Yeah, okay, right. yeah. so it'll just be the R&R show, we'll keep it at that, we'll say, hey, we're rolling out a new style, we need a new name, suggestions in the comments, please, folks. Perfect. That's the simplest thing to do, everybody will have Agreed. ample opportunity to weigh in. And again, it could be this is absolutely terrible. And uh, no one will ever want to see or hear from it again because we have a bunch of games to talk about. We're doing it like a whole different way. All right. Oh, and let's see. We also have Hacktivity on the table. So you will, you know, I'll I'll do a little, hey, everybody, welcome uh, to the R&R show. We're trying something new this week. Our first stab at an alternate form for our monthly crowdfunding uh, countdowns. We're going to be doing it not based on what's coming in the future, but what's ending in the future. And um, we need your help. We're kind of thinking about names. Uh, this name, this name. If you have any other suggestions, leave them down in the show notes on our live broadcast next week. We will be asking the audience and they will vote. Um, but, and, you know, and, and 
And once I get that out, you can say, oh, that's all great, Rod. Well, what's out on your table? Can we just please do yep. the bit? And then I will do the bit. <laughs> and uh, then we will start. And um, and I think Perfect. I've got the first one, right? Because it literally ends in 19 hours. So, oh, wow. That's soon. Okay. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah and it's one we missed okay. with our old system uh, that I would have talked about if, our, yep. if it hadn't fallen between the cracks with our old system. That's why we're switching. That's true. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, then. Um, is there anything else from the audience? Um so far, no. People are just, uh, they really like uh, crowd sorcery. Um, yeah. I, I like, because uh, there's a couple of suggestions. The show that shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, we're, we're, we're good. Okay. Okay. Um, as somebody, I do see somebody saying, it's fun to say crowd sorcery. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to. I mean, I'm, yeah. Boy, I, the longer I live with the more, maybe I even like it more than um, crowd sorcery. I don't know. Um, wait, wait. So you're saying you like crowd sauce more? Or crowd no, I'm, I'm almost saying I like maybe I'm, I'm coming. I'm trying to imagine myself. Hey, everybody, welcome to crowd sauce. Hey, everybody, welcome to crowd sorcery. What sounds better? I mean, sound wise, I think crowd source sounds better. It is. It is. It, it is the right thing to do. It just it flows better, you know. Yeah, and also I like it has the extra air of because it's the crowd source. Yeah, yeah, like the, the McLaughlin the report. Crowd yeah, source. yeah, the, yeah. We are the we are the crowd source. Yeah. The source for all your crowdfunding. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't just say, oh, it's rock. You say it's the rock, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right? Okay. Oh, so Anne crowdsource. Says if she hadn't been lurking, she would have gone for crowdsource. Oh, okay. hey, speaking Good. of, at the very least, what's the secret word? As I, I believe, if nothing else, we have to say sauce is a secret word, correct? Yeah, sauce is going to uh, either sauce or sorcery, one or the other. Well, um, um, what can see. we. Sorcery would probably be pretty games. easy to pick into one of these, I imagine. But yeah. can you get sauce? I mean, sorcery, I feel like, is going to be easy to put in here. Sauce. Uh, this one. No, no, no. I mean, I can do sauce easy. Can you? I can. Oh, it's so easy. I can totally do Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. If you, want, if you want to take that, that'd be All right, great. Yeah. And, and you've done it for the last few weeks. So I'll take it this week. All right. Okay, this week, thanks. folks, the secret cool, cool, word cool. is sauce. Uh, all righty. Um. Ooh, um, actually, give me a second here. I am, I am rechecking one of the games, and it just came up with a bad link. Nope, nope. Okay, found it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Wow, that was <laughs> well, that was exciting. that was sort of scary. I, I was like looking at one of these games I picked. I was I clicked on the link, and it came up dead. But I just had to refresh. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Phew. Woo. All righty. And um, before we go, of course, and thank you, Nazgoth, for reminding me about the banner. I've been forgetting that like crazy. Although, I don't know. You tell me, Pucks, is the banner necessary? The F12 scrolly thing on the top? I mean, I think for the most part, there's always somebody here who would explain in case somebody. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, does anybody even read it? That's an open question. It's worth discussing as well, because I'm certainly forgetting all the time. But first, before we do any of that, you folks must fight to the death. Which you Good should be able everybody. to hear this time. Um, oh, that's right. They couldn't hear it last yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, I totally screwed up last time. But this time, oh, the uh, Alexander Courage will be with us. Mm-hmm. All right. Whoa, that's a big group of people. Jeez Louise, <laughs> I don't even know where to look. Everything's just running around like crazy. Uh, my eyes <laughs> fall to Billy Pratt getting backstabbed with an ice cream cone by Fidelia. And then Little Busters moves in for the kill for Billy Pratt. But somehow Billy Pratt... Oh, yep. Sorry, Billy. Uh, it was a good, I mean, your Punisher Skull did not scare off anybody. Meanwhile, Happy is here, completely ignores my beautiful sunny balloon, and sends it flying through the air. And let's see, oh my gosh, it's just, it's just absolute carnage. 
Jeez Louise, body parts flying everywhere. And everybody's in the middle. And it looks like we are down to Rel Gaviola. Nope. Rael is out. Exactly. No. Vampire, Fidelia, Femme Sensei, uh, Moskers. Knights around the table. Looks like they are going to be the winner. They just picked up a health pack. Their first uh, their first battle royale coming out of the blue with nothing but a cute little red um, kitten cat, kitty cat tail and just completely decimates the opposition. Stands high above all. Knights around the table. Uh, contributor to the channel. Uh, he's got a run-through coming this month. Or uh, how to play of... Uh, a uh, 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 gathering gloom. You'll be seeing that soon. And congratulations, Ryan. All righty. You now have a hundred uh, coins with which you can buy something other than a cute little kitten tail. Okay. Boom. And right. that is that. Okay. So let me just make cool. sure that the overhead hasn't crashed. Do do do. Boop. Uh. And let's see here. Need to. Oh, I totally forgot. Um, ch chat with the chat for a little bit because I totally forgot to have the um. Yeah. Splash screen on. I totally forgot that. I think it's still going to say okay, the no last problem. splash screen I did. All right, chat. What do you got? Oh, oh yep. here. Force yeah, of Glass. That's last week's. Uh, that is not, they are not sponsoring us this week. Got to fix okay. that. Force of Glass says, anyone notice all the mountains slash hills on the boxes behind Ruel? Oh, I did not notice that myself. I'm looking at, oh, yeah. Mountains. Okay. It's just one of those things, friends. It just happened to be. I mean, I do have a pyramid behind me in Zapotec. Uh, let's see. Mountains okay. over Mohills, Catan, Tidal Blades, the ocean. Uh, Guild of Merchant Explorers, yeah. Isle of Cats. I, I guess there's a few mountains there. Uh, good observation. So you are uh, you may also, you, you may also notice a, uh, a little Star Wars action right there as well. Um, so, okay. <laughs> I, 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 it wasn't planned. Uh, I, I swear. It was just, it's one of those things that happens. So what was the best game uh, you played yesterday in your super epic marathon? Uh, paperback. I, I soloed paperback. Yeah. And it was really fun. Uh, chat was helping me along. And because of chat, I, I won. Uh, so oh, we the won. As, of yeah. It was, we did the co op. Yeah. Nice. It was fantastic. Yeah. So I've come, I don't think I've ever won. Uh, Jen and I have probably played it half a dozen times. And we've come really? close almost every time, but we never quite make it. Yeah. It's it's all about you got to cycle through those car those most expensive, the most expensive cards. You got to cycle through those and try to get those double ward scores because that's what's going to get you the big bucks. Sorry, folks. I just realized I've just uh, had um, from the RVR the other day. Should have had up oh, on no, screen sure. while I was looking for the bitmap. Oh, there it is. Finally. Jeez, why was that so hard to find? Oh, there and why go. is that so tiny? Let's fix that. <laughs> All right. Um, oh man, yeah. People couldn't even see what you were talking about because I just had a black screen. Oh, I'm so. I'm oh so no. Terrible. I'm the worst, <laughs> worst co-host ever. But uh, no I, worries. Yes. Um, hey, folks. That would have been a good use for. Hey, listen. I would have said, Oh crap. Ruel's talking about stuff on his wall and i'm not showing it but folks if you scroll down there's a whole bunch of stickers you can use for free if something goes wrong if we forget something shout a hey listen it'll pop up in my ear and i'll peek over at the chat and see what's mm -hmm. what but please don't abuse yeah. it yes folks. but uh, before you, we you go sparingly. rachel has um jumped in to the, welcome to the party everybody uh checks games edition oh now i'm wondering we wait talking about checks games yes did we did we make them number three uh, uh, sure. We'll say we did. <laughs> hey, guess what, folks? Earlier on in the show, we were doing a top three game publishers, and Chex Games Edition was number three. Um, three-ish? Three-ish. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was definitely hotly in contention yeah. as one of the best game yeah. publishers of all time, uh, full of the absolute best people. Um, 
It's good to see you. What we're about to do, folks, in case you might want to stick around, we are about to start the weekly R&R show, where we are going to be doing a uh, upcoming crowdfunding uh, rundowny type thing. Although we're completely changing our format, we are looking for a name for the show, so you've come in at an opportune time to help shift the direction of this very channel. Um, you just missed the Battle Royale, and uh, I think otherwise we're ready to go, right? We are good to go, sir. Let's do this. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, thank you, Ray. Uh, we never really get to see to raid you, do we? The timing. Our, our stars are just not aligned. We have to figure something out yeah. about that. Yeah, Ray's great. We we, we love uh, Ray and uh, Check Games Edition. So uh, thank you again for the raid, and welcome, Raiders. Uh, hang out with us as uh, we talk about games. Yes, and because um, you are here, you get to have the information that Kabuki's asking for. Who's saying sauce? At some point during our list of games, I, not one of us, but I will say the word sauce. That is a secret word that if you send the game... That is mentioned when I secretly just throw the word sauce into conversation. Uh, you can send, well, we'll explain it when the show starts. There's yeah. an email, and you can enter to win a copy of the All In of Hacktivity, which is a very, very cool cooperative hacking game that I am very fond of. So mm -hmm. um, stick around for that, and I will be the one. You, because you're here, not watching um, you know, later, after the fact, you get secret information that it's um, me saying it, not Ruel. So you know who to listen for. Okay, let's see here. And, although I'm kind of curious, right, uh, yep. Is it working? We have our first Mortal Kombat. The, um, dual music is oh. working. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I can point... actually hear it, but I'm gonna, when I watch the VOD, I'm gonna be able to enjoy the music. Oh, yes. I love it. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> You're a little late. That was about ten seconds ago, but you got there. Oh, okay. oh there was another one. <laughs> I should feed you so you know Mortal when to Kombat. say it, so you can be in... Yes. They're about, to, they're about to say fight. Fight! Oh! <laughs> but, the, but the fight is over! Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and actually, I had it wrong. I think it was the next break. It was going to be fight. Oh, Kano, okay. Liu Kang, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Goblin 989 um, puts the smack down. Okay, cool, nice. cool, cool. Um, yeah, folks, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens here, in case you're new. If you are a subscriber, you get one of those little avatars, too, and you can walk around hugging people, or uh, customize yourself, or fart, or engage in deadly battles, or play slot machines, all kinds of fun stuff. And there's lots of other reasons to subscribe, too, like unlocking another RVR. We're getting closer up there, um, so that'll be fun. But, you know what? I am warming up. It is time to take uh -oh. off the Board Game Geek sweatshirt. Okay. Um, you got your slippers off? Or you uh, my slippers, slippers are already off. off. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay. Yep. We're getting into summer. It is not freezing yeah. in here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's warm down here in Southern California these days. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely heating up. Well, I'm right there with you. Okay. Yeah. We are now prepared, folks. I'm going to put the marker on screen, reminding everybody, if I can do it, that during this show, we are just going to be filming a show. It's it's like uh, none of you are here, and we're just on stage trying to do our show. You're the audience. You can laugh. You can clap. Uh. There's literally an applause sticker if you'd like to use it when you think one of us makes a good point. And, um, but we're just going to go back and forth. And after the show is over, we might, depending on how much time there is, stick around for some Q&A with the audience. Okay, you ready? I've, 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 I've stalled long enough. Yep, I'm good to go. Then let's find that button. Where'd it go? Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> All righty. And what were we at? Oh, I forgot. What episode were we? 43? 43. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and we go from there to there. <clears throat> 
Hey everybody, welcome to episode 43 of the R&R Show. Hello, Will, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Um, you know, it's starting to warm up here in Southern California, so trying to stay cool, you know, trying to beat that heat, and I uh, yep. hope you are too. Same thing in the Pacific Northwest. Um, yeah. uh, if, depending on how worked up I get, I might have some beads of sweat that you probably won't be able to see because we're in tiny little windows, but that's okay. The important thing is you can't smell it in here, and uh, <laughs> that is definitely for the best because uh, we need yes. to air it out a little bit. But yeah. folks, that's not why you're here. You're here because you want to hear about upcoming crowdfunding games. Everybody wants to hear about the latest that's on GameFound and Kickstarter. And that's something we do every month. And it is time to do it once again. But if you're a longtime fan of the show, you're going to notice something a little bit different this month. In the past, what we've done is, the night before, Ruel and I literally comb over a list of upwards of 800 games that have not launched. And we try to find the 10 that we find most compelling that we haven't talked about in a previous show. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. A ton. <laughs> and um, and it can sometimes lead to us missing some really cool stuff. So we're doing an experiment this month. We are shifting things up. Rather than talking about games that will be launching in the future, we're talking about games today that will be ending in the future. This is going to be a list of, I believe, we found it's either 11 or 12 games that will be finishing their crowdfunding in the month of May, and we think they are worth looking at. And we are saying this with a lot more confidence than we have in the past, because we can actually look at the page. We can watch gameplay run-throughs. Um, you know, we can you know get a better look at the art instead of what we often had to do in the pact was detective work. There's one picture of this and a one-paragraph description. What can we... Is this a good game? Should we talk about it? Um, we're talking about things that we find to be very, very exciting. And they range from... Oh, one of them is literally going hey, to end later listen. today. And um, one of them is going to be uh, coming out... Ending in a few weeks, like three weeks. And by the way, did I say May, folks? I meant the month oh. of June. The month oh, okay. of June. Um, so we've got one. So we do have one that's ending today in May. But then the rest, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be doing them in um, chronological order, starting with the one that's ending today, and then ending with the one that ends in a few weeks from now. And... Um, in addition to that, before we get to that, we are going to look into the future a little bit because in the month of June, there's going to be a lot of Kickstarter games covered on the Rotto channel. Uh, Ruel's going to be stepping up and doing one as well, as I recall. And yes. so we are first going to um, give you a quick rundown of coming soon to the channel, these games. Then we will talk about um, leaving crowdfunding very, very soon, these other games. And um, wish us luck, folks. This is a big experiment. And um, we definitely love feedback, including, since this is a brand new way to go, we were thinking maybe we should have a name for this. And our first thought was we could call this the crowdsource, right? Every yes. week or every month, we bring you the crowdsource, the source for all your crowdfunding needs. But then our live audience suggested, what about crowdsauce? And I have to admit, I kind of fell hard in love with that. Um, yeah. And then we did a vote. <laughs> And the audience shows crowd sauce. But then at the last second, somebody suggested, what about crowd sorcery? And we're like, oh, I really love that one too. So yeah. if this show works, it needs a name. And you can help us out, folks. Down in the comments, um, you know, if we're going to do this once a month, what do you think it should be called? Do you like the crowdsource? Very official sounding. Or do you like something a little bit more cheeky, like crowd sauce? Or do you want something kind of in between, the crowd sorcery? Or something else? Let us know. And um, yeah, and I think yeah. we're ready to go. 
Yeah, we are. But first, there's something on your table there, uh, my friend. Do you want to talk about that and share what is on your table today? I'm glad you asked, Joel, because this is very, very important. Um, what I've got on my table right now is Hacktivity, which I adore this game. It is actually um, crowdfunding as we speak. Uh, it is going to be uh, ending in the month of June. We're going to be talking about it in a little bit because it's on the list. But uh, let's talk about it a little bit more because, uh, well, first of all, if you've ever played Netrunner and you've thought, boy, Netrunner is really cool. I wish I could play it solo or I wish I could play it co-op. You might want to check this out because this is a cyberspunk or a cyberspunk. That's not, that sounds dirty. A cyberpunk game all about hackers trying to take down viruses in cyberspace. Players are working together and the core gameplay is so simple. Every round, depending on the tension level, which rises over time, you have to draw a certain number of cards. At the beginning, it's three. So I've got my deck. Oops, that should be over here. I've got my deck of good guy cards. There's a deck of bad cards. I could, I have to draw three. I could just draw three from here. And then I have to deal with all of these. We win by destroying all of these viruses. We lose if we run out of time because we run out of our own cards. And every round, I've got to decide, well, I could just take three good cards. Probably not a good idea to do it right now because I don't really have... I've got this one standing alpha virus to kill. But let's say in the first round, I decide to draw two bad ones and one good one. And now I'm playing solo today. If Ro and I were playing together, he would have his own deck of cards. He would have to choose how many of his cards and how many of the virus cards we want to play. And this is a limited communication game, folks. Ruel wouldn't be able to tell me what he's got. But then we have to work together to figure out, right, what is the best order to play all the cards we've got? So I've got a virus here, and every virus card you've got, you've got a choice to either just kill it straight out, but then you deal with the really big bad. This will cut down on uh, this will basically raise the firewalls uh, and they get closer and closer. These things get thrown into the deck and they really slow us down as these fill up. And this will heal an existing one. So this alpha virus will become stronger if I kill this. Oh my goodness, do I want to do this one? Oh, and the um, critical failure will raise twice. There's a lot of ways to lose, only one way to win. So we will suffer mightily if I decide to just kill this thing right now, which is what we're here to do. But instead, I could say, hey, how about we put it on the deck? And what that means is it has two hit points or cyber hit points, and now that means, oh, we don't have to do all those really terrible things, but when we eventually kill this thing by doing damage, it will hit one of us back for two. So either we have to take the damage or everything else has to take the damage. I think that might make sense. And the thing is, if I were playing cooperatively with Ruel, Ruel might say, I've got this really bad thing. He can say what it does, but he can't say how hard it hits. And I might be able to say, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. I can kill the thing straight out, and I've got a healing card. So after I kill it and it hits me, I'll be able to heal myself. So we can have that kind of you know indirect communication, trying to figure stuff out. But eventually, uh, we will start playing our own cards. Like, I've got this one here. And this is the thing about our cards. In the same way, you can either just take the big penalty and kill them straight out or take the weaker penalty and have to fight them over time. You can play these for the top or the bottom action. And so you can see, I can put it over here. Oops. Yeah. On the, ah, right. Okay. On the top or the bottom. So I could play this one right now to lower the alert. So we, um, you know, fi we uh, stave off getting firewalls thrown at us. Or um, I can actually, yeah, okay, oh yeah, that's lowering the alert or getting rid of firewall. So I can do one of these two things. I could play this right now, but Jen might say, wait, 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 um, I don't have any alert cards. So we have a lot of, um, all the cards we've got do all kinds of stuff. They do direct damage to the bad guys. They make the alert level.
level rise, but do more damage to the bad guys? Do I want to hurt them for a little, or do I want to hurt them for a lot? Do I want to spread out lots of little damage, or, um, you know, instead, raise the alert and hit both for really big damage? Uh, you know, depending on how it goes. Knowing that this has one hit point, and this has two hit points. Uh, in the solo game, you get really crappy cards thrown in that just kind of clog up your mm. deck. And then each one of the four characters you can play have unique special powers as well. Like Blast here, he's got special power cards that let you duplicate the powers of other characters or heal each other and whatnot. So, this is a really fun, fast-playing game that is super slick and clean-playing. Here's a list of all the different um, you know, uh, abilities that you, you see in all the different icons as we play through the game. And it's just fun, it's fast, and the game comes with a bunch of different missions. So they change up. Like, we're going up against the Energizer, who actually most of the bosses just have one level. This one has four levels we have to fight our way through before we can get to um, defeat it. And um, with, between the variety of characters, between the really fun cooperative play and the fun solo play. When you play solo, you take two different characters, you shuffle their decks up, and it becomes one big super deck where you can combine powers with each other. I'm in love with this game. It rated wow. very, very high for me last month. It's going... Uh, it's on Kickstarter right now. It's already funded. I, I guess I talked about it now, so I won't have to talk about it so much later, but the important thing is one of you folks can win a full all-in edition of this game. You know what it reminds me of, Ruel? I never thought about it till this very second. The fact that, okay, I've got my cards, I wait to see what you do, and I decide, because they all have a top or bottom, this also is, what if I took Netrunner, turned it co-op, and combined it with Gloomhaven? Ooh. That is what this game is. With wow. the choose the top or the bottom. Oh, I chose, yep. I thought I was going to do this, but after you did the thing, I've got to change it up. I've got to do this other thing now. I and like again, it. we can kind of communicate. Oh, it's so good. So, oh, Netrunner cool. meets Gloomhaven in a co-op uh, card game. That's Hacktivity. One of you will win it, but how do they win, Ruel? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the way you win, folks, is watch the show and just be pay careful attention. One of us is going to say the secret word, and you're going to take that. Uh, and the word, I'm going to let you right now. It's not a secret anymore. The word is sauce. Exactly. S-A-U-C-E. You don't have to know how to spell it. You just need to hear one of us say it during the show and then what you're going to do is take note of the game that we're talking about when we say sauce and then send the uh, name of the game in an email to contest at rotto.com exactly. and you'll be entered into uh to win your very own copy of hacktivity yep which i highly recommend and we will be doing a drawing for that on june 7th so you basically have a week from today uh to listen ear, keep your ears peeled when one of us says sauce send that game to uh, contest at rotto.com. And you know what? If you don't hear it, there are options. If you're a Patreon backer of the show, you can just direct message me on Patreon, and I'll tell you what it is. If you uh, subscribe to the show on Twitch, I'll tell you what it is as well. So you can just sit back and enjoy the show. Um, One lucky winner is going to be very, very happy with a very, very cool game. But we've got that out of the way, and I think it is time to start with the show proper. Which, when we set out today, remember, I thought was going to be called the crowdsource... But it might be changing. Yeah. Again, we'd love some suggestions down in the chat. Uh, but first, on the show, we're going to do two halves. First, we're going to do a coming soon, talking about games on um, GameFound and Kickstarter that will be going live in the month of June. And that me, or Ruel, or Kim, or Shay, uh, you know, or, 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 or everybody, I mean, there's uh, all hands on deck. we got a lot of games to cover in June. Then we will go to the ones that um, are ending, that are very, very... You don't want to miss out because you only have one last chance to get on board. So... 
first of all, the in the coming soon section, we've got a bunch to talk about. These are in alphabetical mm. order, and I am very, very happy and excited about Aeon's End, past and future. This Everybody thought Aeon's End was done. After the second Legacy game, they thought the story was over. No! The story continues by going deep into the past, hundreds of years before the first Aeon's End, and generations after the events of Legacy of Graveholt, there are two new campaigns you can play through in this box with a whole bunch of new heroes, a bunch of new nemeses, and it's as great as it's ever been, introducing really cool new stuff in the market with how you interact with cards that hasn't been done before. Aeon's End just keeps on getting better. You'll be able to see my run-through of it coming soon. Then we've got Amon Ray, which Ooh. I am very excited about as well, yes. because I have wanted to play Amon Ray, I feel like, for 20 years. And this is the 20th anniversary edition. This is one of the classics from Reiner Knizia, uh, one of his auction greats, uh, you know, building pyramids in the ancient world using a really clever auction system. The problem has always been, it's only a three-player minimum game. And so I've never had a chance to play it. Although Amon Ray the card game is very good, and it works well for two. But this new 20th edition, uh, 20th anniversary edition, which has gorgeous art from Vincent Dutre, also includes four new modules, one of which is called the Viziers, which makes two-player gameplay finally possible, which is what I've been waiting for forever. So I'm looking forward to covering Amon Ray the 20th anniversary edition. Then we've got Brett Walda, and I think maybe somebody else has something to say about that. That's me. I'll be covering this game uh, this month, folks, so stick around for that. I literally just got the prototype in, uh, okay. uh, I think, in the last week, so I'm pouring over the rules. It's going to be a good one, so be sure to tune in for that. It's a big 4X game in medieval times, yes. right? Yes, yep. it is, and it's, oh, I, I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it, look, it, it, re it looks really nice from the pictures I've seen. So that'll yep. be another one we're covering. Then, moving on, we have got Davy Jones's Locker, The Kraken Wakes. Uh, and this is a pirate game. It is a cooperative pirate game, and it has two halves. The first half, you're just doing pirate stuff. You know, fighting, you know, navies, and, um, you know, getting buried treasure, and maintaining your crew, and upgrading your ship, and stuff like that. But that's all in service of the second half, because in the second half of the game, the Kraken wakes up and tries to kill everybody. So the first half of this game is a race to level up your pirate ship and your crew as fast as you can. And then the second half of the game is an epic battle where you try to coll collectively take the Kraken out. And what really surprised me most and what sounds most cool is if when well, it's coming to the end and my ship goes down, I'm not out. My crew then jumps onto your ship and my crew helps you and man some of the stations on your ship if, as long as you can stay afloat. That's very, very cool. Sounds really thematic. Looking forward to uh, Davy Jones's locker, the Kraken wakes. Then there is Divine Dungeon. Death is not their destiny. Is not your destiny. It's theirs. This is a tiling dungeon game. I have to admit, I don't know much about it, but I am looking forward to uh, di digging in deep on this one. We've got. Factions of Saul, another one that I'm not covering. I have to admit, the ones I'm not covering, I don't know as well. But if I recall correctly, this is a pick-up-and-deliver game in space. And the trick is, whenever you spend resources to move into a space, anytime somebody else wants to go there to that particular planet, they have to pay more. So very quickly, costs really escalate, and you have to be very, very smart about how you uh, try to zip around. Um, the... Uh, the solar system delivering stuff, I guess. Factions of Saul. Then there is First in Flight. This is another one for me. This combines deck building, push your luck, 
and Time Tracks, a la Glenn Moore. That, it turns out to be an amazing combination of three wonderful mechanisms as players compete to do better than the Wright brothers did and be the first to um, fly that 36 meters. And, you know, so we're in a race to, uh, you know, test our planes, get them better, and just inch closer and closer and closer using all kinds of special powers and whatnot. From the designer of Planet X, the search for Planet X, the design Ooh. duo. Yeah. Ooh. And everybody knows how big a deal. I mean, so, and this is them pivoting, doing something completely new and different that is also excellent. Love okay, it. then there is Gathering Gloom. This is probably one of the biggest, heaviest, most complex co-op games I have seen in quite a while. It has the same basic, you know, pandemic-style co-op approach of, oh, look, we've got a lot of problems on the board, and we're just running around trying to deal with them while trying to pursue a big thing. What are we trying to pursue? Well, we are a scary family of monsters, of zombies and werewolves and vampires. The game is actually trying to recreate the vibe of an old 60s soap opera called um, Dark Shadows. And apparently it does that very well for old school fans of Dark Shadows. And um, but like I said, it's it's you know it kind of bucks the trend of oh let's uh, do a pandemic thing, but just keep it really nice and simple and light. This is not a gateway game at all. It's really rich. There's a lot of stuff that's going on, a lot of uh, levers to pull, and you'll be seeing it this month. Uh, then we've got Journey Adventure Quest or Jack. This is a very fun. Jen, I played this a couple of months ago. I'll be filming it soon. Uh, it is a set collection game where we are trying to upgrade our armor, our weapons, um, our spells, all because we're fantasy adventure characters, and um, we're trying to do it at, uh, to take out a boss. And it's a competitive game. Everybody's trying to get the best set of stuff so they can beat the boss. But then we do it via a Seven Wonders style draft. I've got cards. I'm gonna have to give some to you. I keep some for myself. And then at the end of an era, everybody gets a stack at the first box. So the interesting thing about when we take these cards, we stack them on top of existing cards. So cards compound. They don't replace each other. What starts out is a crappy little mace. By the time I've played three or four cards to it, it's become a super uber mace. But at the same time, I'm leveling that up. The bosses are leveling up as well. And it's just a fun, fast... I mean, this is very much a... Could be a gateway-style game for folks who like fantasy adventure. Uh, you can watch for that coming. And then we've got Leviathan Wilds. Oh, this might be my most excited this is basically shadow of colossus the board game and for folks who don't know that's a classic playstation 2 game where there are gigantic leviathans wandering the world and it's our job to stop them but in shadow of colossus it was your job to kill them in this game it's our job to heal them um you'll heal their wounds so they stop rampaging and can go about and so i love the gameplay of the entire board being this big um, Leviathan. And it's actually a storybook game, so it's got lots of different Leviathan, lots of different boards as we move around and you know compete to... Or I don't remember if it's cooperative or competitive. I'm super excited about it, though. But the fact that we are healing the creatures rather than killing them... Yes, more mm-hmm. of that, please. Very excited for yes. Leviathan Wilds. Then we've got Majesty of Dragons. This is a... Uh, Shay will be doing this one, if I recall correctly. A head-to-head dueling game where we are trying to build up the strongest army of dragons to take each other out. And the interesting thing is, you know, it may, hey, that sounds a little Magic of the Gathering, right? But just focused on dragons. This game brings auctions. Um, because just because you got the dragon on your side doesn't mean somebody else couldn't bid higher and pull them away from you. And so, I mean, the dragons are very fickle, and you've got to keep them on your side. And so it brings auction mechanisms into uh, dueling wizard-style gameplay. Very intriguing. Looking forward to seeing that. Then um, we've got 
Reach or USC Reach. This is, um, which one is this one? Oh, this is a, another pickup and deliver game, if I recall correctly. Oh, I do not remember this one. This is another one that I am not doing. If I recall correctly, Shay is doing this one. It's obviously set in outer space. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. And it has a big focus on upgrading your ship, going from planet to planet, trying to help people solve um, problems. It has a cartoony look to it, if I recall correctly. You'll know more about it coming soon. Shay liked it enough to say, yes, I would like to cover that. So watch for USC Reach. Then there's Septima. This one's coming from mm. Kim. I do remember that. She's excited for this one. This is from Mind Clash Games. You know, um, you know, top dog in the industry of making big, complex, super thematic games. This is them trying to make something more akin to a gateway. Supposedly it's much lighter, more straightforward. You are trying to protect a coven of witches and, and grow in power and influence. I can't wait to see Kim's uh, coverage of it because she does an amazing job. Shoe Tactics. Remember a few months ago, Royal, we talked about what a game changer Voyages was? Print yes. and play Kickstarters? Shoe mm-hmm. Tactics is another one of these. From an independent developer in Vietnam. And when he reached out to me, he said, you know what, I never thought I'd be able to publish this. But after Voyage is successful, i got to give this a try too. So I'm looking forward to seeing this is a solo, campaign-driven um, uh, roll-and-write that basically tells the story of a, a particular dynasty, a Shoe Dynasty's um, you know, defense of ancient China. It looks has really nice art. Looking forward to it. Trailblazers is um, from the designer of Pipeline and Curious Cargo, Ryan Courtney, if I recall correctly, and it's card patching, one of my favorite mechanisms that nobody seems to know about. So I'll be covering that one, and then I think the last one is the Umbrella Academy. And this is coming from designers who have been at Games Workshop for like 15 years. So like really old hands. This is another pandemic-style cooperative game where everybody's working together in the comic book Umbrella Academy universe, not the TV show universe. And what really intrigued me the most was, uh, because they are a dysfunctional family in the comics and the show, that can come into gameplay too, because sometimes you'll have family feud cards you have to deal with in the middle of trying to save the world. So, Mm. phew, that was a lot, and I think, yeah, that was all of it. Oh my gosh. What what a month we have coming up here on the channel. I'm excited to be part of this, and I mean, all... All these games look fantastic. I mean, I'm really, I'm genuinely curious about every single one. Oh yeah, and I agree. Yeah, they, it's it's a you know, like you said, all hands on deck this month. We've got a ton of games to um, check out. So, folks, again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and uh, you know, you'll get notified whenever uh, we release videos here. Yes, indeed. Well, folks, that was for now the crowdsource or coming soon section. But now we move on to closing time. The games that in June will be, um, you know, uh, closing up shop and moving on to pledge managers and publishing and all the rest of it. And so we've got a few more of those to talk about. And that I'm not going to monopolize that one. I've got about half of them. Ruel has about half of them. This is yeah. both of both of us had a lot of overlap, but we both had several that were unique to us. And um, we're going to be doing this in order from um, closing soonest to latest, which means I think I am going to be starting with the first yes. one. Let me see if I can get it here on screen. Yes, yes, I do. So, first of all, on May 31st, uh, which is today, of course, mm-hmm. we have got... Oh, where did you go? Um, I have so many buttons to push, by, uh, folks. I sometimes lose track of it all. <laughs> yeah, okay, here it is. 
Um, this is called Warline. It's already funded. It's up for 18 more hours as of the time we're um, recording this. So probably up for maybe a dozen hours by the time you might see this. Um, and this is a, a game where you design custom maneuvers, craft your path to victory, design a battlefield, design your army, design tactics, design your own path to victory in this sandbox fantasy warfare game. And if you know me, folks, you're saying... Why am I talking about a sandbox fantasy war game? Because, of course, I am famously not really big for direct conflict. There's a couple things that really stand out about this game. One, the sandbox. This game, a lot of games promise sandbox, but few games really deliver on the idea of emergent gameplay, where your ideas, your plans of combining X and Y and Z will lead to solutions to problems that the designer themselves never thought of. Um, because it is truly a... Uh, a, 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 it's, it's like a, a building kit. It's like a Lego, a mm -hmm. box set of how can you combine yeah. all these different things to defeat your opponent on the field of battle with these cool, really neat-looking, big, chunky dice that represent your different um, factions as they move around. And um, you don't have to take my word for it. Um, Tim Schuen, uh, who has an amazing channel on YouTube, he actually did a run-through with a friend of his. If you scroll down and watch his video, see how much fun he and his friend are having. Um, you know, it definitely convinced me that this is a brilliant game. Okay, it's oh, here it is. Yeah, um, Warline multiplayer gameplay. This really sells the idea of how this is not a game where, oh, look, you just have to follow the rules. You make your own rules in this game. So as a former designer myself, that really intrigues me. But the other reason this is so big for me is because of the current designer, Justin Limegang. Uh, full disclosure, folks, is a personal friend of mine. I was a video <laughs> game designer, a creative director for, what, uh, 20 years, about two decades. And in all that time, Justin had to be the most passionate and creative designer I ever worked with. I was constantly, every day I walked into work with him, I was blown away by his enthusiasm and his raw, unbridled passion for design and how to make games that allow players to become true, um, truly in control of their own destiny as opposed to following a set of rules that, player, that, that we as the designers laid out for them. So knowing Justin and his predilections and his skill and then seeing Tim's video convinced me 100% that Warline, which has got 18 hours to go as of the recording, uh, is definitely worth checking out. Phew. Wow. That looks really cool. I'm, yes. And again, I had no idea you knew uh, him. So that, wow, what an interesting uh, system here where you're going to be crafting, are you basically making certain rules up as you go along or uh, rejiggering things or? Well, it's a, it's a he, the game comes with a very simple set of rules. And yeah. the way they combine, depending on, oh, I never thought about using this at the moment that I'm under the, um, you know, under this particular condition. Whoa. That creates a super combo um, that nobody, you know, this is the kind of game where the more you get into it, um, the more you're likely to come up with ideas and combinations of abilities that no one has ever done before. Even though this game has been going through extreme testing for years, that is mm. the nature of it, that it is designed to be incredibly creativity inspiring. You don't solve problems because, oh, wait, I got the right card, and I'll use this card, and, oh, do I have enough resources? All right, I'll, I'll tap this so I got the resources. That's how these games normally work. In this game, right, I've got everything in front of me. How can I mix and match all these things to beat you? So that's Very our first cool. game on the new show, um, Warline. And uh, like I said, ending, uh, ending on May 31st. You know what occurs okay. to me? I should have put down at the bottom of the screen when it ends. I am going to do that for the next one because we're going to okay. move right on to a game that is um, closing down 
on June 1st, and it is Resist. And now, this is on GameFound right now. It's doing okay. Uh, it's basically got two days left, and it is a fantastic-looking solo card game, all about um, Spanish, the Spanish Marquis um, you know, in their fight against Franco. I admit, I, this is not a lot of history I'm well aware of, and I appreciate the game is really going to try and bring that history to life, um, you know, because they're, they're really kind of, you know, they're really focusing on that like a laser. But what got me in, first of all, were the designers. Trevor Benjamin is the co-designer of Mandala, and he's also the co-designer on War Chest, which I haven't played, but Undaunted, which I hear nothing but how amazing the Undaunted series is. His co-designer um, from Undaunted, David Thompson, is also here. And then they're joined by um, Roger uh, Tankersley, and Sniper Elite, the board game, has been given a lot of rave attention. So these three fellas working together to make a solo card game that has a really cool core idea. And unfortunately, I don't think there's anywhere in here where they just show the game set up. Of course, you can watch the videos to see the game set up. But I think there was, uh, they showed like what the player mat is. And I, that maybe will yeah. help me show it to you. Do, do, do. Yeah, so the player map, when you set up, there are different missions you can go on. They are put here. You, those are face-up. You have a little bit of information, but each one of these missions has anywhere from four to six cards face-down. Those could be guards. Those could be hostages. Those could be spies. Those could be all kinds of things. You don't know what they are. And so every round, you are trying to decide, okay, which one of these missions am I going to go on Not uh, with only limited information about what's there, and who am I going to go with? Because all of your cards, the members of your resistance, they have a stay-hidden power and a revealed power. So when you're playing them, you say, okay, well... I think I'm going to bring in uh, Domingo and Carlos and Manuel because the three of them, if I can keep them all hidden, they should be able to take care of the basic requirements and finish this mission. You know what? Maybe I'll bring in um, Pilar as well because I might have to reveal him. In case they hit me hard, I will bring him in knowing that I'm going to reveal him and therefore he's out of the game. But I'll keep the other three hidden so I can use them in a future round. I love this idea. It sounds so interesting and satisfying. And I watched a couple of the videos and it proves out. Watch any of these videos on this folks and if you're looking for a really interesting historically rich and thematic co-op game with tough tough choices you know the fog of war not knowing what i'm going to face trying to make my best laid plans ahead of time and then oh this is what it is okay how am i going to use these cards now i have to come up with a completely different plan and let's see if i can pull it off who am i willing to lose so that everybody else can stay hidden um in resist yeah so i I, I'm excited about this just because of the name you mentioned, Trevor Benjamin. Uh, he did mm. a wonderful abstract game called War Chess for AEG yes. a few years ago, yep. which is excellent. So I'm really curious to see how he takes his skills from abstract to uh, this uh, card-driven game. And again, like you, I'm not really too familiar with the history, so I'm uh, looking to learn something as well. So yeah. this looks fantastic. All right. Well, cool. I think you've cool. heard enough from me, folks. Ruel, how about you <laughs> talk about one now? Right? Yeah. Okay. Why don't we talk talk about our my next game here? I'm gonna let me see. This here is I believe see. this one's gonna be ending June fifth. Yep, there um, we go. And it is Dead Ball, the second edition. Now, this one is really interesting to me. This uh Dead Ball has been around for a while, a few years ago. Uh the gentleman designer there, uh WM Akers, he designed this when he uh was expecting his first child. Okay. So, you know, as he's uh, or he's uh you know raising his first child. He's trying to find a quick game to fill in the time. And obviously, he's a baseball diehard fan. And he, he 
created the system, it's really simple. It's just dice, one player is a batter, one player is a pitcher. You're both rolling standard RPG dice. So I think it's okay. like uh, you got a 100-sided die for the batter, which is like two 10-sided. And then you get, depending on your pitcher's ERA, you're going to get different uh, dice. And you just roll it, and you're going to add it and consult charts. It's really simple. But here's the thing, Rado, what I'm excited about and really, and uh, I'm going to full disclosure, I actually backed this on Kickstarter okay. just last week. So I am one of the backers. Um, what's really interesting is that this community that has grown around this game is so passionate, and it's growing. And look, he he asked for $500. He's right, 16000 Yeah. So there are a lot of people into this game. And he, he totally encourages, almost like that sandbox thing you were talking about earlier, he encourages people to come up with house rules. And then he, mm -hmm. he's gone, I think this might be the fourth or fifth edition of this game. Um, I mean, it says second edition, but they've done uh, Dead Ball Year 3, Dead Ball uh, 1927 or whatever, different uh, versions of the game. So he incorporates these house rules uh, in uh, uh, with each iteration, and it becomes a more fully fleshed out game. So the basic game is always going to be rolling dice and consulting the charts, but now... With the help of the community and himself, uh, there are all kinds of things you can add on, like pitcher fatigue. You can do double oh. plays. You can, you know, do all the different bits of strategy that are on baseball. Y'all know, y'all know me. I am a huge baseball fan. I'm, I'm a huge baseball nut. And what this, what is really neat about this, it it'll come with it comes with some standard players, you know, that you can use, but. You can literally just go to your uh, local newspaper, get the box score from the game from last oh, night, wow. and enter all the stats from the game, and you could replay that game right then and there. Wow. All you need, uh, the basic set, all you need is ERA for the pitcher and then the uh, batting average of the batter, and there you have it. That's all you need. So what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm excited about this. Over on my channel, folks, Ruel Gaviola on Twitch, you're going to find me real soon. I'm going to open up a base, a box of baseball cards, and I'm just going to pull random cards. Like I'm going to put a first baseman, a second baseman, and so forth. And I'm going to enter those into the basic game sheet. So, and then I'm going to play a game using the players I found on these baseball cards. I'm super excited about this. Um, it is a really inexpensive as well, which I love because they're going to be printing it through, I think it's drive through RPG. So they handle okay. the printer. You're just going to pay a small fee to get that uh, shipped over to you. I, I am, I love this model. I love supporting uh, independent designers like this. And that's why it's on our list of games to check out ending June 5th, dead ball, second edition. Baseball that's with amazing. Uh, you make me sad that i am not a baseball fan because that <laughs> is really cool and it's interesting yeah. that, i mean you're right it's the same thing i was talking about uh justin's you know a game that yeah. is so wide open so simple and so elegant in its core but that can expand in all kinds of interesting ways and apparently yeah this is i mean just looking at you know the the the, the, the these charts and whatnot that you play with this is clearly yeah. for diehards um yeah and i know yeah. that's you. i mean it's yeah, and that's the cool thing, too, because, you know, as baseball fans, we're uh, at heart stat geeks. You know, yeah. we love stats. And what you're doing is just taking baseball card stats or baseball box scores, incorporating that into a player sheet, and then you're just rolling dice. And it's, oh, I, I love the simplicity of it. But then as you get deeper into it, you're going to see how deep and how robust this system becomes with all the additional rules. But Sweet. just the core system, I, I think, is wonderful. And that's, yeah, the Dead Ball Baseball Dice 2nd Edition. Okay, ending well. June 5th. Let's move on then to a game okay. that is coming on June 7th, two days later. It's not coming, it's leaving. So you only have a few, you only have four days left for a dead ball. Uh, you have a couple days more for the next one, which I think we're going to hear from Morel about Trailblazers, the John Muir Trail. Yes, uh, Trailblazers, the John Muir Trail, that, uh, as you said, ends June 7th. I actually uh, previewed this on my channel um, a couple gets weeks ago. Um, uh, the uh, designer Dan Rice reached out to me and we worked something out where I played this with my buddy Darby Gaming and as you can see 
It's beautiful. It is Andrew Bosley art, folks. We all know, love and know Andrew Bosley from uh, games such as Everdell and Tapestry and all kinds of other beautifully illustrated games. This is a worker placement game that reminds me a bit about um, like the game Parks or Trails mm -hmm. from Keymaster Games, but this one takes it to the next level. It's got um, worker placement, it's got um, set collection, it's got uh, you're uh, going along the um, uh, John Muir Trail uh, on the uh, Sierra Nevada mountain range. And as you go, you're going to explore, you're going to take photos, you're going to collect different things. And as you can see there, I mean, it's got cute critters. It's got everything I love about uh, nature. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest uh, outdoorsman, but I want to be after playing games like this. Uh, you're going to see there, you're filling up your backpack, and that's going to unlock certain things. And as you're going to move up here, uh, the altitude, you're going to get more uh, uh, special abilities as well. Um, oh, it's so good. I, I really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, it's played over 12 rounds. It'll, it'll represent the 12 days that you're on the trail. Okay. And it's a winner, folks. It's already been fully funded. They were, they were like looking for $20,000. They're, they're over $100,000. It's got yeah. a huge following. And I think it's it's going to be a hit uh, when it comes out. I think it's uh, going to be released next year, but I see this being a hit. And that's why I love it. It's Trailblazer, the John Muir Trail, ending in June 7th, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's interesting too. As I recall, you were you you did a sponsored playthrough of it, and then you loved it so uh -huh. much, you just kept playing it on your channel anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like I I couldn't stop. And the thing is, now one thing I I just you know I did I played my buddy Daryl, and then I played two handed where I just do it you know uh, Rado style where it's like me versus Michelle. But here's the thing, folks. The, uh, there's a solo uh, game being developed by none other than John D. Clare. One of my oh, favorite designers, wow. and yeah, Mr. Claire is doing the solo game for this. So, fantastic pedigree of designers here, and that's why it's a winner in my book. Okay, well, another one to look for, and you've got until yes. the seventh. But for the next one, you have until June 9th. and I think based on where we're going, this is another one Ruel should talk about: baseball. Oh yeah, baseball. So yeah, we just talked about my love of baseball, and um, th this continues in baseball. Now, this one was actually off my radar at first because i wasn't really sure you know the there was like this fantasy element to it but it's got dice rolling it's got set collection it's got baseball it's so much it looks it just looks fun um it's going to be different than the other game i was talking about dead ball where that's like hardcore stats and your hardcore baseball fans are going to really love this this one appeals more to a general audience including uh baseball fans as well i mean check out that art it's a lot of fun um let me see where is uh, i had my notes here um uh, Rain Waite and Michael Fox are the designers, and it's a two-player game. Uh, again, that that the ongoing duel between pitcher and batter yeah. is uh, uh, at the heart of this game as well. So you're going to be using modifiers, and you're trying, you know, again, trying to score runs, but again, in a more fun uh, fantasy realm uh, type setting. And I, I mean, baseball, folks. I want more sports games like this. <laughs> Take the theme of sports, and then you know, use it in a creative way. I, I'm totally down with that. And that's why it's um, one game that we're looking forward to here on GameFound, Ball. Okay, cool. Well, um, that is a nice one. And folks, I promise, no more baseball games. <laughs> but that, that was I'll be it for this show. <laughs> yeah, that was far out. The two games, um, you know, covering the same topic, covering such radically different. So it's a good time 
It's a good yes. time to be a baseball fan, I would say. Uh, Absolutely. And that is ending, what was it, on June 9th. June but 9th. June 9th, folks, is a big day because we've got another game ending on that day. It is Microcosmos. And uh, this is one I'm really interested in. Uh, it's basically a very, very big game in a very, very tiny box. It is from publisher... Oh, uh, this story games who previously had done Micro City, which I covered that a while ago. Micro City is fantastic. A great little lots going on in a very, very tiny box Sim City style game. This is, I guess you'd call it a 3X game because it is all about the exploration, the expansion, the exploitation, but no extermination because in this world, uh, a, an intergalactic war has ravaged planets and people are, are homeless and all that. And so we are traveling around in our, um, um, our terraforming ships, trying to bring planets back, turn them habitable, and then also pick up um, you know uh, refugees and bring them to start new lives on these planets. And we're competing to be the best at it. And it looks great. A lot of game in a tiny little box. Really nice components. And so I knew I was interested because of the publisher and because uh, Micro City was so great. But then I started looking through, I mean, you know, and again, it has a really wonderful presentation. But here's the deal, folks. If you do one thing, can I suggest you go check out, it's going to be down here in the middle somewhere. Uh, here's the, the fellow actually walking you through how to play it. That's all well and good, but that's not what sold me. Kimberly Tolson sold me on this game. She has a fantastic, the three things I like about Microcosmos. The way you level up your ships um, that, like, you know, kind of combo with your actual uh, colonization efforts. The way that you have multi-use uh, crew cards. That uh, a crew member comes in being able to do one thing, and after you use that power, you move them to a different part, and then suddenly that unlocks a completely different power on them. Or you could ignore that one-two combo thing, and instead go for, like, a core central power they've got. So you have a lot of flexibility with your crew cards and um you know between that and the leveling up and i'll leave the third thing for you to watch because i i mean kimberly tolson is the best it's why uh, she's on the channel now doing run-throughs and um yeah she 100 convinced me that microcosmos is something that jen and i would absolutely adore i mean it has a great presentation it has looks like really clean simple smooth gameplay and you have until june 9th to check it out okay yeah. so yeah, don't was... miss out this is one of the games that overlapped on the list. I, this one looks this a one lot of fun. And um, I just, I, I looked at it, it just reminded me, this almost looks like a tiny Epic game, right? You've yes. got all this gameplay in a small box. I didn't want to say that because I'm sure they're like, we've heard it. Yes, we've heard yeah. of Tiny Epic. We get it. But we're yeah. doing our own yeah. thing. We're micro. We're not Tiny Epic. But yeah, yeah it, I think it scratches I it. the same edge, which is a good thing. Yep. Yep. Totally. Cool. All okay. Right. Um, you're speaking about June 9th. I've got a June 9th game, a game that's ending on June 9th as June. well. Um, let's, let's see if that. we're in a sink. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, in sync. Yeah, so uh, 
I want to say this correctly. I'm not sure if it's <laughs> Yukio or Ukio. Okay. I, I'm not sure. Um, but hopefully our uh, viewers uh, will uh, uh, correct my pronunciation. But I'm excited about this. Now, we just talked about how that reminded me of a Tiny F game. I feel like this game, this should have been, or this reminds me of a button-shy game. Mm. Uh, it's a micro okay. game. It's got 16, or I think it's 16 cards or 18 cards. Right. Uh, uh, button-shy usually goes 18. I think this is 16. But it's um, a, a, a tile lane or card lane game where you're trying to complete oh, objectives. You can play uh, two to four players. But you're trying to complete objectives that are in your hand, and you're laying these down. Like you want to put, you know, so many of a symbol in a row or in a column or whatever. And as you do that, of course, your opponents are blocking you, and they're trying to do theirs as well. The games uh, only—it's it, a really quick. I, I love these type of games. They're like five to ten minutes. But as you can see there in the video, look how this uh, the board game state changes with every yes. card that's laid down. You can lay them over. You can lay them, you know, vertically, horizontally. Oh, I love puzzles like this. Um, I saw this and I was immediately excited because this is something I know Michelle and I would love. And also, this is actually a reprint. They they did this, uh, uh, printed it two years ago, and uh, they decided, hey, we're going to go back to Kickstarter and print it again because we had so much success with it. It's, again, uh, fully funded and it will be um, available until June, is it 9th? Yeah, June 9th. Uh, June 9th. Yeah, that's right. So that is Ukio or Yukio. I apologize for butchering the name if I did. I'm I am embarrassed. I totally missed this one. And I mean, this is what I was talking about earlier with uh, my Trailblazers. That's going to be coming. Mm-hmm. It's funny. There are two Trailblazers in the month of June on oh, that's uh, right. for yeah. board games. Uh, total coincidence. But um, yeah, the, this card patchwork thing, laying cards on top of other cards. Mm-hmm. I love it, and so few games do it. So seeing another yep. one is very very exciting indeed. Agreed. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that was Ukio is your best guess. Uh, for folks who are listening Ukiyo, on the yes. podcast, that is um, U-K-I-Y-O. If you want to go check it out. As of recording today, you've got eight days to check it out. So don't miss it. Okay. Um, right. But um, June 9th continues to be a very, 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 very busy day because we've got the breach ending on that day. And now this one, um, Shay has already covered. He did a run through it on the channel, so you can definitely go check it out. And as soon as I made this video live, one of the first comments on YouTube was this, Oh, so this is Netrunner the board game? And yeah, this is Netrunner the board game in the best possible way. This is a competitive dungeon crawl game um, where the dungeon represents cyberspace. And we are hackers. Why? This seems like such a no-brainer idea to represent the traversal of cyberspace and dealing with viruses and and looting data from corporations. Why not represent it in dungeon um, delving form? It's just such a great idea um, as as a fresh new way to do dungeon um, crawling stuff. And again, you can watch Shay's video to get a good idea of how it plays, but it seems very, very sharp. Really does some clever and interesting stuff because of the nature of this theme. It's not just a a cave, you know, under a mountain. This is cyberspace. It is a very fluid and dynamic place. All kinds of things can happen here as you're dungeon delving, racing against fellow hackers to get the most data the quickest. And I'm not really going to spend much time on it because we've already done a full run through on the channel and you can go check that out. There'll be a link for it down in the show notes. Shay did a great job. I think this was his number one game that he played in May. He rated this higher than Ooh. anything else. He absolutely adored it. So I just wanted to mention in passing, in case you hadn't checked it out, you've got eight days to check out or less to check out the breach nice All yes right. yes yes cool. okay. okay are we done with june 9th yet i don't think we are uh, no we're not there is i believe one no, more that no I there have. are Let two me... more so two this more. next okay. one is yours 
Why don't you yes. tell us about Union Stockyards? Union Stockyards, yeah. So this one is about the meatpacking district in Chicago, uh, late 1800s, mid to eight, late 1800s. I don't know much about this history, and that's why I'm excited to play this one. I want to learn about it. Um, this is an economic game with some worker uh, placement. So you're looking at a game that's definitely more stra- strategic. You're not looking at you know uh, dice and uh, you know luck and stuff. Uh, this is a heavy, heavier strategy game, and you know I like some of those too, folks. So uh, that's what I'm excited <laughs> to do is uh, play as one of the meatpacking kings or you know whatnot. Um, and you're trying to manipulate the market. You know, you got cattle, hogs, sheep, and everything else. You're trying to, you know, uh, buy low, sell high, basically. And uh, you're going to do that through worker placement. And here's the thing. You have to be sure, and again, just like in real life, you've got to be sure that your workers are happy because they may go on strike. Uh, you've got to keep track of that because then there you can see right there on the board there is a picket line. That's another track that you have to keep track of and you have to worry about. Um, all kinds of stuff. The components look fantastic. It comes with this really nice custom insert as well. I'm excited about this. Um, this is, you know, I, I focus on some lighter games uh, so far of this show, but this one is one on the heavier side that I'm looking forward to by Dwayne Wolf, and it is ending yet again on June 9th, so go check it out on Kickstarter. That is Union Stockyards. Yeah, uh, you say heavy. I think of everything that's on our list today, this is probably the heaviest game. Uh, it's, yeah. and you didn't even talk about all the stuff. There's also like a polyomino Tetris tile laying style yeah. thing, I, except you're not laying totally, tiles. You're yeah. laying actual little buildings that represent mm-hmm. the different upgrades you uh, give to your operation. And again, all driven by real history and, and trying yeah. to bring this time alive and all that. Yeah. is very impressive. Honestly, I looked at this one and I almost worried that maybe it's a bit too heavy for me and Jen, quite frankly. I, I mean, Oh really? Uh, yeah. I, just because there's so much going on in the market manipulation and you have your yeah. own valuation of uh, versus what the market will bear and trying yep. to anticipate which way it's going to move seems very, very smart. Yeah, but even yeah, still, we are not done with June 9th. There is one more <laughs> game to talk about on this very busy day that everything is closing. So, folks, have your wallets ready on June 9th, apparently. Uh, the, uh, this is maybe the biggest one of the bunch. It's Kabuto Sumo Total Mayhem and so much more. And they are not kidding about the so much more. This is from um, board game publisher, Board Game Tables, who, by the way, in their day job, actually make beautiful board game tables too. But by night, they're a board game publisher, and they are making fantastic ones. And what they've done with this Kickstarter campaign, which is up to over $400,000 now, is doing huge. Um, They are bringing in expansions or um, extensions of four of their biggest hits. Kabuto Sumo, On Tour, Q and bites, and I figured since there's literally four games in this, we could split this up. Uh, now yeah. I know you've played Kabuto Sumo, right? So I have. What, what's the yeah. deal with that? So this is a dexterity game, and the best way to explain is if you've ever gone to like um, either Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese or even <laughs> a gambling in Las Vegas, you have those uh, machines that push the quarters down. You drop a quarter in; they it's almost like a cascading waterfall effect. Where if you drop a quarter in the right place, then it pushes it off the, and then it, you collect either quarters or money or tokens. This is the same concept. You're taking your little, um, these are like little beetles and bugs and stuff, and they're all wrestlers, right? A really yep. cute theme, very family friendly. And you're going to take your piece and move it, and you're trying to knock off your opponent's piece and stuff. And there's other other bugs that are, and stuff. 
it's a lot of fun. It's super cute. And I know Tony Miller, the designer, he's a big wrestling fan. So he took oh. his love of wrestling and incorporated it into this. And he made this with, um, I think his son might have uh, helped him, you know, test out the prototypes and stuff. But very cute game. It's a lot of fun. It's a really maybe like 25-minute game or so. Uh, very neat uh, entry into the dexterity uh, game genre. Yeah. Um, if, if you've, uh, again, folks, uh, scroll down. In the links, there's, um, you know, links directly to all these pages. You can check them out. And and if you watch some video of this game being played, it's just so weird how, okay, I know I'm going to push this beetle in. It's going to, oh, and it did something completely different every single time. Yep. And now the expansion <laughs> takes it from the original, what was it, um, you know, like kind of a sumo wrestling and introduces yep. kind of a WWE flair because now there's yeah. chairs and tables and ladders yep. and whatnot ladders, that we're yeah. trying to slide on as well. Yeah. It yeah. looks very, very cool. Um, uh, the second one in this big collection of games is On Tour, which is one of the greatest roll-and-rights of all time, as far as I'm concerned. In fact, for the longest time, Agreed. it was my number one highest-ranked roll-and-write game. And so, they are now producing a sequel to it called On Tour, Paris and New York. Hey, and um, it's absolutely fantastic, just like the original one was. Hold on a second. We got a... Not sure. It's not G... I'm pausing for a second because the audience yeah. is telling me I did not update the uh, the stuff. I need to mark that I need oh, to you cut need this a little bit out. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for pointing that out. Here's the deal. One thing Ruel and I did not do before we started with this new approach is, what are we yeah. actually going to put at the bottom of the screen? <laughs> yeah. And you may have noticed we've been a bit schizophrenic. My yeah. attitude was, hey, let's just put the date down there and leave it because I knew we had J June 9th. Yeah. There were going to be like 20 things on June 9th. But he's sticking to the old plan of actually putting the name down there. And yeah. so... At this point, I've just kind of, to heck with it, I'll fix it in post. Um, okay, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah we'll... and, and I think you were right. Basically, every one of these things should say, we should have worked this out ahead of time. June yeah, 9th, yeah. Union Stockyards. June 9th, Kabuto Sumo. Ju June 10th. Yeah. We should have had that ready to queue in. I just have yeah. all the dates. He has all the names. And yeah. never the twain shall meet, as it happens. <laughs> um, yeah. so, but you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. Y'all get to see the you know making the sausage. Oh, this yeah. is this is what happens uh, sometimes. We yeah we we didn't uh, uh, figure that out. But again, thanks for hanging out with us, watching folks. We're almost uh, done with this. Uh, stick around, and uh, we'll do some uh, Q and A afterwards after yes. we're done recording the show. Yep, yep, yep. Um, right. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna. You know what, Noel. I'm just going to put the dates. Let's just leave the dates for now. I'll figure this out okay. in editing. So you don't Perfect. have to worry about You just have to remember the names, and we'll just talk about Perfect. them there. Thank you. Oh, uh, Because I, I think I'll... Yeah, I'll fix it afterwards. This is all my fault. I, I was thinking so... No, I was thinking too much about no the worries. name of the show and not about how we actually do the show. <laughs> okay. but And thank you, audience. That was a very good use of the Hey Listen. So, yes, um, but with that out of the way... Let's see. Unless there's anything... Um, right. Okay. Oh, people are saying love on tour. Mean, uh, yeah. Okay. So it seems like it's going okay yep. so far. Let's cool. continue. I just need to mark where we start again. I've totally forgotten. What was I just saying? I cannot... You know, we were okay. talking about... I'm just going to start over because I literally... I'm just going to start over because I do not remember what sentence I was in the middle of there. So okay, that's you fine. Talking... We'll Okay, yeah, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to start over, because yeah, it, it was launching about, you know, your number one rolling ride of all time, blah, blah, blah. Folks, you're about to hear that again, because here we go, because okay. I just totally spaced. Here we go, marking it. And it's absolutely fantastic. It's definitely something I'd like to play someday. But number two in this collection is on tour, Paris and New York. And now, while previously, Kabuto... 
Kabuto Sumo was getting an expansion. This is a sequel and to On Tour, which as far as I'm concerned is one of the greatest roll and rights of all time. One of my, for the longest time, it was my top ranked uh, roll and write game, in fact. And I am so excited about this new offshoot because it keeps the same core gameplay that is all about players trying to plan out for the band they manage the perfect route uh, across a map uh, with ascending numbers, uh, rolling dice every round, and drawing cards, and those really limit you and constrict you into what you can do. And it's just an incredibly tension-filled, easy-to-understand, but tough-to-master puzzle. And it's just great. Paris and New York take all the same core gameplay, but they give you new maps to play on that really ratchets up, one, the challenge of the game. The Paris map, which if you want to, you can watch me and Ruel actually play against each other, and you can play with us. There's a link for that down in the show notes, because you can download your own copy of the Paris map and play and see if you can beat our score. That one takes, it doesn't really change the rules, but with a couple little tweaks, it suddenly makes the game like, Five times heavier than it's ever been before. Really, really crunchy. And then the other one, which I've also done a run-through for, is the New York map. That one, it actually, anything, makes the game a little bit easier. Uh, You know, it's not quite so challenging to be able to pull off really good moves. It's a bit more laid back. But at the same time, the New York map adds a lot of new features, so it becomes more complex. So, with um, uh, On Tour Paris in New York, combined with your original On Tour, you've got a really fast, simple, elegant, quick player, or you can then ratchet up its depth really heavily, or its complexity. And I think that's a really, really interesting, um, you know, it gives you three different ways to play on tour, depending on what your mood is. And um, yeah, I absolutely love it. On tour, Paris and New York. But then yeah, there's the next I, one. I, oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I, I love on tour as well. And we had a great time playing yes. uh, Paris. I'm looking forward to New York. You know, it reminds me of, you know, Welcome to. You have different flavors of Welcome to, depending on how complex you want to do it. On tour is the same way. The base game, uh, wonderful roll and write, and now it's ratcheting up the complexity and just the the flavors of the different uh, games with Paris and New York. Paris was great. It made one little tweak there with that river that, for me, just like wow, that was awesome. Yeah. So, be sure to check out our playthrough, folks. And um, but hey, there's two more games uh, yep. part of this um, uh, Kickstarter here. Uh, QE, this expansion, folks, I love, love, love QE. For my money, it is the best pure auction game out there. Again, this is, if you're just talking about straight auction, QE is amazing. Um, because you can bid whatever you want. You can bid a dollar. You can bid 10 bucks. You can bet a billion dollars because you are the country that um, you're, the, you're, you're in charge of printing your country's money. And eventually you want to use that money to uh, you know, get all these different industries. And that, that's this little set collection uh, bit to it. Now, the brilliant part of this game is when whoever, you know, everyone's going to bid on something. You're going to open, you know, sell something. You're gonna, people are going to bid. But only the bidder... And the winning bid know exactly how much it is. So it's a it's a game of um, partial information. You're trying to deduce how much everyone spent and how much uh, how many uh, items everyone's uh, um, you know bought already. And then you're going to go to the end of the game. You're going to get points for the different sets that you collect, uh, different industries. And then on top of that, whoever spent the most money, they have bankrupted their country. They lose automatically. They are out. So you want to spend a lot to get all the stuff you want. But you don't want to spend too much and bankrupt your company. I think it's a brilliant move, and I'm looking forward to the expansion. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not sure exactly. I know they're they're adding some other uh, elements to it, um, but um, oh, gosh, what what is it exactly? Um, but I mean, the, oh, I the know base one game, thing I, is they're adding cryptocurrency as as cryptocurrency, a new alternate. Yes. Um, which obviously completely disrupts the way the game normally works. And I do know there yeah. are some folks I saw on board game, you're like, ah, oh, don't glorify crypto. It's obviously such a problematic platform. The interesting thing yeah. is about QE is it's a parody. 
QE has always been about saying, look how ridiculous this system is. Um, you know, look how completely nuts and out of control it is. And they're doing the same thing with crypto, trying to use the game as a method to show the problematic nature of it. So I, I know some people are like, oh, the game glorifies it. No, QE doesn't glorify anything. QE rips everything apart. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to say one thing, too. Board game tables, you know, again, we're talking about how their day job is making tables. All of their games, folks, if you haven't bought any of their games yet, the components are outstanding. They are just beautiful and... Um, you know, you have these lovely dry erase boards, and, you know, no worry, you don't have to worry about a, you know, pad of paper or laminating or whatever. These things are built to last. So yeah, check this out. That is QE, the expansion. Cool, cool, cool. Alrighty. Well, but there's one more on this one Kickstarter. No wonder it's doing one so more. well, because these are all great games. And this is one that neither Ruel nor I have played, but it looks really, really sweet. Um, it is called, oh, which one was it? Oh, Bites. And this is... I guess you'd kind of call it a time track game. Is set up, you randomly create a whole bunch of foodstuffs that have gotten uh, strewn about your picnic, and ants have shown up ready to grab all those tokens. And it's a set collection game. On your turn, there are five ants, one for each of the different types of foods. Like, there's the purple ant who likes berries, there's the red ant who likes apples, there's the wa- yellow ant who likes bread, and you'll pick one of those ants and move them forward along the track to what they like, but then you will either grab the piece ahead of where they landed or before where they landed. And that's your whole turn. And it's going to keep on going like that until all the ants, through player control, are going to make it from one side of the park to the other. And when they get to the end, they end up taking... Uh, the, t- there's this cool little 3D stand that they end up... Um, kind of like you know, at the Olympics, there's like the, the gold and the platinum and the silver you know, where people are higher and higher. They do that here. The first um, ant is going to be on, I think, the uh, bottom row, and then the second, the third, and the fourth. And at the end of the game, where your ants rank determines how valuable are all those foodstuffs you picked up. So if you've been picking up a lot of grapes, you want to make sure that nobody puts the grape ant at the bottom of the podium so all those grapes are only worth one point. So there's a lot of subtle and hidden player versus player um, outthinking and maneuvering. So the core game seems really cool and it's wonderfully produced as you can see from this picture. But what really separates it is every time you play there are four decks of cards. Each one randomly changes something. Adds a new rule. Adds a new scoring rule. Adds, um, you know, changes the function of the ants. Does all kinds of things. So the game has hundreds if not thousands of different variations you can play. And these are really significant. Adding new specialty types of ants. Changing it so the entire end game is, oh, you want to be at the bottom instead of the top. So you want to be there last instead of first. You know, I'm really changing things up. So, and then on top of that, uh, Board Game Tables proudly proclaims, and I think it'd be hard to argue, they have the greatest chip tokens of any board game ever. Because they're dual-sided. <laughs> if you look closely in the picture, you can see the grapes are actually two tokens, uh, so that when you flip them over, they're different sizes. So they have like kind of a little 3D effect to them. That is an attention to detail that is so above and beyond. I'm really, really impressed by everything about it. As you can see, I mean, it's everything about this campaign is amazing uh, that they've squeezed so much into it. So it is no surprise that, what is it called? Um, Kabuto Sumo Total Mayhem and so (laughs) much more is doing so, so very well. Uh, And, uh, right, and what was it? You have nine days. And I think that was it. We are done with June yeah. 9th. We June can finally 9th. move on. <laughs> okay. Why don't we move to the very next day, uh, Richard? How about? June 10th. Yes, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Let's June talk. June 10th is... So after your wallet has taken the hit on the 9th, you know, I'm going to save you all a few bucks. We're going to go with June 10th. Only $5 or 5 euros, um, I believe, or is it pounds? I, I, don't, I can't really see. 
Dice Park. Uh, Euros, Euros. Uh, Euros, thank you. Dice Park, Dungeons of Doom. Now, I have backed an, uh, the previous game from uh, Designer Baraka here. Uh, they did a game um, last, uh, just last month, actually, actually a couple of weeks ago, called Airflip. And they're doing the model sort of like how we talked about Voyages recently. Yep. They're doing a print-and-play model. So for $5, you can get this game. And, Rado, I'm going to tell you right now why I got excited about this. It's a roll and write game, and it gives me vibes of Railroad Inc., one of my favorite roll and write Ooh, okay. Yes. So you're going to roll the dice. You're going to have your own standard dice. But as you can see there, uh, your dice correspond to different um, little uh, patterns that you're going to put on here, like one straight line, one you know a corner or a cross. And you're going to connect these because you're creating a dungeon. You're trying to make the scariest dungeon out there. So as you connect your little route there, you're going to add uh, terrors or creatures, and you're going to fill the terror gauge, and that's going to determine how scary it is. And every player is going to have uh, their own like challenges or uh, basically secret objectives uh, to fulfill as well. And that's why I'm digging that. I think it's Railroad Inc.-ish. Uh, got that vibe to it where you know, you're trying to connect routes and stuff, but at the same time you're adding this new element of uh, making it as scary as possible with all the different creatures and stuff. And so this one, after your wallet takes the hit on the ninth, <laughs> save a couple of bucks and you can play, uh, you can uh, back Dice Park Dungeons of Doom. This is a uh, print and play only. So, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those games once it's fully funded. I mean, it's already fully funded, but once it's uh, the campaign's complete, you won't have to wait long to start playing it. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, Voyages, Voyages wasn't the first print and play game on Kickstarter, but it was the first one that really caught on. And yep. so I think now we're going to be seeing more and more people who are incredibly passionate, always want to design a game, do not have the means to get an account with Panda Manufacturing and deal with all that yep. stuff, but just want to get their dream out there. The one I mentioned yeah. earlier, Shoes Tactics, uh, yes. you know, just an independent guy in Vietnam who's always wanted to design a game, and he'll be able to get it out there. Same thing for Dice Park Dungeon of Doom. It's so exciting that this just yeah. opens the doors for everybody. Um, yes. you know, and you know, yeah. a game where twelve hundred bucks, two thousand bucks, five thousand—that could be considered a huge success on Kickstarter. I, yeah, that, that's yeah. wonderful. And so yeah. I'm really glad to pull I, I, this I one it. out too. Yeah, I, I really love that. Um, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, just uh, designers' dreams, right? To have their game published and. You know, again, with the shipping crisis in the world right now and everything else that we have to worry about, here's one way that designers, they're taking the limitations that they have mm -hmm. and they're going around that. They're going to yeah. say, you know what? We're going to go print and play. Let, let's use the limitations we have and let's get creative with it. That's why I'm excited for uh, Dice Park Dungeons and Doom. Okay, well, cool. We are done um, I, with that day, but we got uh -huh. just a few days later, folks, the 1,100-pound um, gorilla of the industry is yes. going to be closing down. It is Castles of Burgundy, the special edition. Which is currently sitting at 1.4 million euros, so what's that like oh 1.5, 1.6 a million dollars, and wow. uh, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Castle of Burgundy, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, and many people are concerned, is the greatest Stefan Feld game of all time. Some of us consider Stefan Feld to be the greatest board game designer of all time, so surely that makes this one of the greatest games of all time. I would certainly argue it is. And forever, uh, while its pedigree was unparalleled, its presentation has always lacked a little bit. This yep. is the dream, the special edition that makes Burgundy look better than anything else on the market. Uh, gorgeous, pops out color, multi-layer uh, you know, player boards, keep everything nice and tight. Um, and hey, while we're at it, it's the Castles of Burgundy. Let's treat those castles with a little bit of love and throw some castle miniatures in, too. Um, and, oh my gosh, that's all well and good. 
But that's not what gets me excited about this, because I've got my, I've still got my original first edition Burgundy, and I've got my, um, what was it, my anniversary edition Burgundy. Um, why do I want this one? Because Stefan Feld has come back, and he has created a ton of new content, a whole bunch of new modules that are available here. And you might say, ah, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, yeah, that's nice, but Burgundy doesn't need miniatures, it doesn't need that. Well, okay, if... If, uh, if that's fine, then don't go for the gameplay, which includes metal coins and castle miniatures. Go for the classic. At 85 euros, um, you are getting 10 games worth of content in this box. With all of the expansions that have come out for Burgundy over the years, plus the new stuff that has been created now, um, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And it's just going to keep going up and up and up. And they're just going to keep unlocking more and more content. And honestly, I'll be honest. I mean, I want to be pure rule. I want to say it's just about the gameplay for me. Clearly, I yeah. just need the 85 because I don't need those miniatures. <laughs> but, oh, for only 95, I can get the miniature castles in the middle coins. Right. Um, but, you know, if I'm going to do that well um then i can go to the sun drop where oh my gosh look at those miniatures when you get yes. them sun dropped finished and all of that uh I, I you know burgundy is deservedly one of the best euro designs of all time and it's only i mean it's finally i mean look at that you know a player boards to keep track of all the different pieces you know or like these stands it's it's always deserved this insanely deluxe um treatment and I, for one, am happy to have it because I will have this. Um, and then I will donate my old burgundies to the Dice Tower West Convention Library so people can be able to enjoy them um, down in Vegas. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's more than I ever could have hoped for, quite frankly, when I first heard, oh, they were going to be doing this. Who is it? It's, um, it's uh, Aaliyah, the original publisher. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, um, working with Board and Dice, if I recall correctly. Two right. publishers who hadn't really worked together before coming up with Burgundy like we've never seen it before. And again, I just cannot stress how amazing Burgundy is. And uh, yeah, it's no surprise to me that um, probably before the end of the day, it'll be up to 1.5 million for a yeah. dry, dusty, soulless euro, <laughs> which just happens to be one of the greatest board games of all time. Um, yeah. And yeah, you've got until June 14th is when the campaign closes. And if you know the more people back, the more um, stretch goals we will unlock. Along the yeah. way, yeah, I I love Castle Burgundy. It is my favorite Stefan Fell game, and like you said, this is this game has been long overdue to get the treatment it deserves, especially for us folks who have colorblind issues. Oh yeah, you know, some yeah. of those those older editions, like this one. Again, just based on my eyes, just seeing what's on here, it looks like it's going to be perfect for me. And you know, if you do that royal pledge, I was looking at it's got acrylic tiles. I mean, wow. Uh. I mean, come on. <laughs> Rule. It, I mean, it's that it's that little meme or the little gift. Take my money. Shut up and take my yeah, money. I mean, that, the thing is, I mean, I know this is expensive. Yeah. I mean, and we shouldn't yeah. make light of that. It's not but cheap. this yeah. is a game that if you know Burgundy and you know you love Burgundy as much as me and Ruel does, that's not unreasonable. I mean, this becomes like an heirloom item, quite frankly. Right. Which it's right. deserving of. You know, the same way um, you know, those really expensive crokinole boards. You know, and people right. you'll buy them knowing, oh, I will literally give this to my kids someday. Burgundy yep. has gotten that kind of love now, and I couldn't be more happy about it. Yeah, all right, same here. But that's not all, all right. that's happening on June 14th. On June 14th, we also have a, a slightly uh, smaller game, an adorable game, Bark Avenue, which is a uh, route optimization, pickup and deliver, hand management game, all about being the best dog walker you can be in uh, New York City. And uh, you know what, folks? 
I don't need to talk about this too very much because Shay already did a fantastic run-through of this for the channel. And here's the thing. Shay could not help to be charmed by it, even though he is a cat person. And he freely admitted that in his video. Look, I'm a cat person. I wasn't, but... Yeah, it charmed me. Uh, you can't help but fall in love with these dogs. But the gameplay seems like it's really leaning into the theme really hard because you've got this big uh, board of Manhattan that you're walking all over the place. You are collecting more dogs who have different places they want to go to, and you're trying to figure out the best path. Right? Well, okay, um, this little pug over here wants to, you know, you know, wants to hit a fire hydrant, and the beagles they want to go to the dog park and play. And oh, and the Labrador needs to poop right now. What is the best path I am going to take to meet the needs of these dogs and get them back to their owners happy so that I can get paid, please? And I, if, if there's not a sweeter, more charming um, and lovely theme, I can't imagine. If you're a dog lover and you love pick up and deliver, you owe it to yourself to check this out. And like I said, it convinced a cat person that, you know, maybe <laughs> dog walking is kind of fun. Uh, it looks absolutely adorable. Again, check out Shay's run through. It really uh, gets the idea across <clears throat> Bark Avenue. Yeah, I, I think there's no better endorsement from a cat person like mm -hmm. Shay to uh, give it up for this game. So, yeah, I think it looks, uh, I don't know if we've ever said this on the R&R show, but I believe it looks adorbs. It I, looks I think absolutely... you might have dropped that from time to time. Okay, well, I've just dropped it again. It <laughs> definitely looks adorbs. I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. All right. So, uh, do we have one more? Is we are not the... done with June 14th yet. June that's 14th right. is a busy day for closers uh, because if there's anything that's going to beat Castles of Burgundy in the month of June, it's going to be ARCs. Yeah. And now this is a, now, so they're over a million dollars and this is the strength of leader games. They make outstanding games. Root, Oath, Vast. I mean, they're all one word because that's all they need because they're so awesome. <laughs> ARCs is the latest one. I'm fired about this, uh, Richard, because it is a space offer in a box. Y'all know how much I love sci-fi. And what's really, really caught my eye. First of all, it's 60 to 90 minutes. We're not, we're not talking mm -hmm. like Twilight Imperium space opera. We're talking something a little more manageable and more approachable. Because if you know Root, now that, that can be a bit intimidating to new players. I think they're taking this and making it a little more accessible. There's going to be similar things here. You're going to start with a uh, you know symmetrical factions with everyone. But through the gameplay, it's going to become asymmetrical. And then there's this really cool, uh, for me, the mechanism, it's, it's trick-taking basically. Oh. And you're going to play cards uh, sort of like, I believe it's Brian Baru who uh, recently did that. Okay. Uh, like a trick-taking uh, thing where you're going to do some area control and uh, move around. But here's the thing. Halfway through the game you have an intermission. And at this intermission, rules change. Ooh. Things are going to come in. New rules are going to come in. It's going to change gameplay. Oh my gosh. This is why this game has already gotten over a million dollars. I mean, look at the art. It's cute. It's going to be It's accessible. And the gameplay is smart. And oh my, I, I am so excited about this. I believe it's going to, I mean, it's already, it's a, I mean, come on, folks. It's got over a million dollars. It's, it's a huge hit already. But like, once again, Leader Games shows why it is one of the leaders, get it? Leaders <laughs> of the uh, game industry, folks. Uh, Arcs looks amazing. I'm so fired up. Um, I, I saw, I think it was Lord of the Boards, Sam. He's a huge Root fan. He was talking about how much he loves this already. And. Thinker Themer, uh, Amy mm -hmm. and Maggie did a little bit on it as well, and um, my friend uh, Casey at Brain in the Jar. I mean, everybody is raving about it. And come on, folks, Arcs, it's it, it's out there. It's going to be a hit, and um, that's why I'm excited about it. And that is June 14th. You got a couple of weeks still. Yep. Yeah, you can't touch the pedigree on this. My yep. only thing I have to say is, whoa, you're killing me. Three player minimum. Come on, yeah. guys. 
Yeah. I mean, but I mean, That's... compared to, I mean, Root, ultimately, they ended up doing a lot of Automa development and stuff like they that. Did. And, you know, actual co-op options. So I expect a bright future for ARCs. And I know at yes. some point I will get to play this game. It will work yeah. for me as a Care Bear playing two players. <laughs> Just not today. Yeah. That's okay. Just not today. Yes. Yeah. Now, one thing I, I do want to point out what's interesting. This campaign, as opposed to the Castle Burnley thing, there are no stretch goals. What you see is what you get. Oh, wow. And, you know... They have just launched, they launched it as is, and I, I love that. It, there's the $60 pledge. There are no stretch goals, no unlocking stuff. You're going to see what you see is what you get, and I love that. People are so excited because they know uh, there's a $100 pledge as well that gives you, I guess, the fancier bits and stuff. Oh, it gives you an expansion, basically. That's it, folks. Yeah. The expansion, yeah. Yep. So, you know, they're going on the strength of their, you know, with their pedigree, and, um, you know, they make awesome stuff. So I have no doubt that it's going to be a fantastic game. Looking forward to playing it. Cool, cool, cool. All right. We are finally made it past June 14th, but not very far, because on June 16th, we've got Hacktivity. And you already know how I feel about this game, folks. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a smaller, not quite as ambitious as some of the big games we were talking about today. Uh, you know, just a little passion project from a few folks, and to me, it just knocks it, blows it, or, yeah. I was going to say knocks it out of the, yeah, knocks it out of the park. I was going to say knocks it out of the water. I knew that was wrong. Uh, or blows it out of the park. Whatever. It does all of those things. Um, because with the variety of all the, I mean, it comes with like this big book of all these different missions where the different types of boss viruses fundamentally change the rules. And um, again, I've played it solo. It works great, but I played it with Jen, and Jen was not predisposed to be interested in this subject matter. I mean, she doesn't really care about cyberspace or hacking or viruses or all that, but we both fell hard in love with it because of the really interesting gameplay, uh, you know, the, the collaboration between players, and it kind of... I don't know why it didn't occur to me until just this video. It reminds us of the same feels we get out of Gloomhaven, where, you know, we okay, we do all our planning, we know what we want to do, We've got our stuff in hand, and then, okay, reveal, and, oh, everything changes. Okay, well, okay, if you have to do that, if you have to play that thing, because that's the one thing we were hoping you didn't get, that's okay, because I can heal you. I can't tell you how much I can heal you, but don't worry, we'll heal. And you're like, oh, okay, I just got hit for four. Wah! I can only heal you for one! Okay, now what are we going to do? Um, it's just, uh, you know, the, the simple, brilliant elegance of, hey, are you going to play this for the top action or the bottom action? It works for Gloomhaven. It's why it's one of the most popular games of all time. And it works here as a very, very fast-playing, really streamlined, fluid... I mean, this is going to be a half-hour game, uh, or certainly under an hour, and very satisfying, really tension-filled with all the different ways you could die, only one way you could win, and every round being smart about the decisions you make with that core decision of, oh, we're drawing four cards... Okay, I think we're ahead of the game. I think we can afford to draw three of the bad cards and only one... No! Go! Go! Okay, I'll wait to see what you do, and then we'll start trying to figure this out kind of thing. It's just it's just a blast. Uh, I, I recommend it highly. I can't wait to get... Oh, and, um, you know, heck, it's still overhead. I didn't mention this, but you'll notice plexiglass um, screwed onto the boards oh. that holds all the little stuff in place. Wow. That is very, very nice, too. Um, you know, for, I believe, first-time publishers to go that extra mile. Uh, again, remember, one lucky uh, winner of this game, uh, this episode, if you have heard the uh, secret word. I uh, Hopefully you've been listening. But, um, yeah, this game is fantastic. And you have... <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, I'm sorry. You have until June 16th uh, when the uh, campaign closes down. And I hope... Over those uh, last few days, it finds its secret sauce and continues to climb, 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 because 
I, I love this game to pieces. Hacktivity. Okay. Cute. Right. We're almost done with the month, folks. Just one wow. more game to talk about that is coming due on June 21st. Is that right? Yes. Well, take it away. I'm tired. <laughs> The Gig. Now, we, we talked about this before. Uh, this came up on a previous R&R show, The Gig. It's a dice-rolling jazz game. Uh, you are uh, gigging gigging musicians, and um, it's a uh, um, dice... Oh, my gosh. Now, it just it totally blanked here. Roll the dice. Uh, dice placement game. Um, and you are trying to work in sync with each other. You know, as jazz musicians, you're playing your solos, you're improvising, and yet you're trying to make it all work together to, um, you know, score the most points uh, through your solos and through the uh, instruments. You know, er- you, you know, one player is going to have the drums, the, the saxophone, and the bass and whatnot. And can you all work together in a way that creates the most beautiful music together? Um, that is the gig. Um, you know, I forgot the name of the, is it Jazz Gig or? Uh, oh, the name of the publisher? Y- yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, well, it's Lewis Shaw. Is, uh, Lewis here. Shaw, okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah, this looks wow. really, really cool to me too. This was also on my shortlist. If Ruel hadn't been talking about it, I would too. Um, you know, the idea of working in synchronicity with the different, um, you know, instruments to mm-hmm. roll and, uh, you know, come up with the best composition. You know, I have the, the best uh, song, the best solos. It seems yeah. really, really sharp. And yeah. how's it doing? How's it doing? Um, you know, it literally just launched this morning, so that's why it's got 20 days to go. And uh, I am very, very enthusiastic about it as well. Love yeah. the... And, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I was just going to say, and again, this is one of the joys of Kickstarter or GameFound. You know, these passion projects, this is not normally a theme that you would see, you know, Alan, you know, down at your, you know, um, major, you know, local, or your gaming stores or, you know, whatnot. So this is obviously something that really hits home uh, close to uh, the um, you know, designer and publisher, uh, these type of themes where it's, hey, it's a very narrow uh, um, niche thing, which which I love. You know, I, I love music. Um, I enjoy listening to music. Um I may have played in a, not in a jazz band, but in a thrash metal band back in the day, folks. But uh, that's the story for another time. If you watch the R&R show, uh, the live show, you may have heard that story. But yes. um, yeah, this one I'm, uh, I'm excited about. Uh, it's uh, the gig. <laughs> one more thing I want to mention, too. You know, I mean, Roland Wrights tend to be nice, light affairs. But I love the fact that they went and got Heavy Cardboard, the premier channel for covering really big, heavy. Yes. Uh, and they got Edward to work on it as well. And Edward spoke highly of it. So, I mean, this isn't just for you know, light gateway family gaming either. It looks very, very sharp. And that's it. That's the month of June. Jeez Louise. Somehow I thought wow. this new approach was going to be quicker. It did not seem to be the case. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's wow. I, I don't, I, maybe it's just a busy month, but man, there's a ton of games we talked about. Oh um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, hey. a, a bunch coming on the channel and a bunch more besides. So mm-hmm. June is going to be a painful month for folks. Uh, uh, and good luck out there. Hopefully um, we steered you right towards the stuff that we think is the best of the best of what's coming in uh, or what, what's clo- what's coming from us and what's closing down elsewhere over the month of June. And before we go, did you hear the word? Did somebody say sauce? Why would somebody say sauce? Well, that's a whole other story for another time. Um, it has to do with, should this be called, um, what was it? Oh, crowd sauce rather than... Um, yep. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm crowdsource. Crowdsource. Thank you. I'm losing it. This first time we've done this. Oh my goodness. Hopefully, <laughs> folks, you enjoyed it. 
this is an experiment. We're trying a completely new sort of thing. In addition to uh, sending in the game when the secret word was said to contest at raw.com. Again, let us know in the comments. What do you think? Uh, did we talk too much? We, we, I don't know how I ended up um, co-hosting with the second most chatty Kathy in the industry compared to me. Once we get going, we just can't stop. But yeah, wow. stuff. So, uh, it's the funny thing you know we just we both share this passion for the hobby and obviously it comes through in our speech so it, we may run a bit long but yes. uh, again thank you folks for watching and for your patience and again we hope that you found something here that you're gonna spend those pennies on and uh you know um found something good for you as well yeah well um thank you well for uh for doing the time i had a good time thank you everybody for watching and for any suggestions you have for a show name or anything and uh i also just Thanks to my wife, Jen, and thanks to Michelle, too. Thanks to everybody, and have a very, very nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with me? Thanks to Jen and Michelle. I'm just... I am am drenched in sweat. I can't believe... I I totally forgot the whole... uh, So halfway through, I started... So I only now have to fix the first half of the uh, banners down at the bottom. Yeah, I... (laughs) I, I didn't even think about that. I just assumed we were going there. Did you? Wait. You know what? What's funny? I didn't know I was going to be talking about the gig. I like. Do you want me to do another take? Because I did not know. Oh no, that's fine. Um, was, oh. Okay. You, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because for folks, um, you know, we, we came up with a list, and we were trying to make sure we both had an equal number of things to talk about, basically. Yeah. Uh, because you know, this was not just like the normal top ten. Oh, I'll do five. You'll do five. So I think at the last minute. Oh, it's uh, because uh, we swapped two things. And so I ended up talking about something. And, and so, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. No, it, was, it was totally uh, fine. No worries. No worries. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, when you asked me to talk about the gig, I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot this game. Like, I remember we talked about it. I was like, ugh. But, okay. It's the first time. Hey, there, but, were some, yeah. there were some bumpy patches on the road. But what did you think, folks, if you're still here? It looks like we still got 70 <laughs> folks to, to watch. Yeah. Oh. Let's see if anyone's okay. Is anyone still in chat? Let, let's uh, check yeah. out chat. Uh, sound. Oh, okay. Thanks, Hornus. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, that is uh, kind of you. Sounds yes. good. Very interesting. Make me all okay, feel better. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Thank you. You made me feel better, Hornus. I appreciate that, my friend. Yep, yep, yep. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, wow, we ran long today. We this went is... way long. See, yeah. here's the thing, folks. The reason I was kind of interested in making coming up with a name for this is I was thinking in the future if we could get this down, this doesn't have to be the whole show. This could be just one of our segments we do. The same way we do this or that or whatever. And I very mm-hmm. foolishly thought, well, yeah, we, we should be able to talk about 20 games in 20 minutes if we just do a minute apiece. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure this is probably the longest episode we have ever done, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we might have to revisit that. But you yeah. were here. You got to see the behind the scenes. And oh my goodness, there is some embarrassing behind the scenes stuff. But because there's that one game that's ending today, I've got to turn around and edit this and put it on YouTube today as opposed to normally yeah. waiting until tomorrow so i do not have time plus i don't know if you heard jen actually popped her head in and said uh, can you come help me with something and i said i'm almost done oh. i'm streaming and so we got to go so who are we rating okay who can we raid now let's uh check out who's on twitch who's playing board games let's see Luza? we've got becca Luza's... what's becca doing probably playing oh, becca magic no, i didn't see her uh, anybody oh, have anybody oh, you like for a raid in the chat i promise i'll um, actually look yeah i don't see anyone board game wise besides that we becca know. yeah yeah i mean people are yeah um it looks like right, board I mean, game the, villa is literally doing the same thing as us i've never heard of them they've got four viewers and oh. um they are just looking through kickstarter pages apparently Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of them. Although, interestingly, 
it did warn me when I cracked play, warning for mature audiences only. Ah, <laughs> so okay. I don't know. I, I try Your to have call. a clean show here. I don't know if we should go yeah. to a mature audience. I appreciate that they declared that, that they're probably going to Yeah, at least they'll let you know. Um, Wait, yeah, think, I'm the, tired. The you other board game channels I see are either in Spanish or French right now. Yep. And I then, like Lusa. Yes, I do. We Let's love Lusa. Let's just go for them. They're always okay. a good time. And they're going to sing yeah. 99 loop balloons or 99 red balloons yes. for you. So let's go with yeah. that. Right. Oh, man. All right. What a show. Woo. Yes, what a show. We'll have to do a post-mortem, but not now. We can do that later. <laughs> um, and we'll do a vote. We'll, we'll figure it out, folks. But definitely, I mean, hey, whisper me. Whisper me. Well, the, the, the single coolest thing that I did not appreciate about Twitch when I used to complain about it a year ago, whispers. Mm -hmm. That people can send direct messages back and forth. It's problematic, yeah. too, but for the most part, Twitch seems to handle it kind of okay. Yeah, d direct message me if you need to, because I'm definitely curious. Should we have just gone the normal way, or is this more useful? What's about to end? It was better for us. We just have to learn how to stop talking so much. That's the better <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay. Um, all righty. Then we will hit the button and say, Raid! Go, 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 raid, go, raid, go. Raid, raid. Please go. Please don't fail. It looks like it's going. Yay. Is it going? Yes, it uh, is. Yep. It yep. is. We have raided losers. The other fun thing is I completely forgot um, because I was so, because I I, I I messed up my secret word. I did put it in, but only right after I talked about it. And then like 30 seconds oh. later, I actually did it. It was like, oh crap, oh. I'm talking about it. And I realized, oh crap, I never did it because I have them, you know, in my copy and paste things. But then yeah. when I stopped paying attention to the banners because everything was wrong, I didn't see my copy and paste and I didn't say it when I was going to say it. So I said oh, it in a gosh. very obvious way, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay yeah i totally miss it but I, at least it was there uh, featured chat died on me so that comment just got stuck so. oh is it okay oh well no yeah. big anyways all right okay. i will see you next week buddy next week all right Alrighty, take bye. care all right bye bye, bye.